you didn't count down all the way so <laughs> welcome everyone this is how we do things yeah here. we're a professional yeah. show don't you know that this is why they bring <laughs> us on this is it all right all right let me jump in now <laughs> since we're already seven minutes into this apparently greetings champions Welcome to Storyteller Mars Presents, a <laughs> live play tabletop role-playing game experience for Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition in coordination with Coding Entertainment for Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a game all of us here know and love very much. I am your host, Ryan Blake Hall, a.k.a. Storyteller Mars, and with me are my esteemed companions. Friends, will you please introduce your characters and yourselves, starting with Gar? Yeah. He would start with me, wouldn't he? Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Garwar, and tonight, as you can see on the overlay that I updated for this episode, I'm playing Garwar. <gasps> it's a shock. It's a shock. Nice. Uh, yeah, Garwar, uh, Grudge Keeper specifically, uh, is a uh, level six. We're all level six. Uh, fighter Dwarf, <laughs> Battle Master. I will be uh, charging up into most likely certain death. Uh, and taking it in the face because that is what Garwar does. That is what Garwar does. Um, I'll also be punching all the buttons. So if you see me looking all over the place, that's because I'm trying to make sure all the things are working. He's got six <laughs> not, screens. And not everyone. set up. No, three. Garwar is the one screens. keeping us all alive. Three. If you see me looking around everywhere, it's just because I'm freaking out. It's no big deal. Um, and I heard this was a Western. So uh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> all right <laughs> you know that's kind of fun uh all right let's do this i'm ready i'm ready to wob the water deep uh, bank let's go it's let's go to lee now please lee who are you I, Who's um, your character? lee goldberg uh i co-host griddle champions uh in the friday mornings with sean and I am WAP221B, and I'm also a Battlemaster fighter, but I guess it's where Garwar's the Battlemaster. WAP221B is the Battlemaster. Yeah, the emphasis is different. Rainmaster. Uh, and I'm an intelligence fighter who is a uh, Holmesian investigator. Excellent. Trevor. Hey, I'm Trevor Bettis, and I have too many podcasts. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I uh, co-host uh, Champions of Lore on Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on this Twitch channel, as well as Champions of Psychology on uh, Tuesday with just fantastic people on both shows, as well as Difficulty Class on Fridays on podcast services with Ali. Uh, and I am playing Gylock, and I'm back, and I want all the onions. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm I'm a level six sorcerer now, folks. I'm I'm big deal in some places. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, uh, Allie, please. Hi, folks. My name is Allie Deitchman. I'm playing Laura Lee, who's an Asimar Twilight cleric from M. Yes, she's from the South. Uh, I'm one of the hosts of Difficult Class with Trevor there, and I'm also the DM of an actual play podcast called The Roomy Roamers. I'm usually on Twitter at AllieBug321. Thank you very much. All right. So, with introductions out of the way, let's get on with the show. And so, Storyteller Mars presents A Fistful of Death. Ooh. All right. So, guys, we begin at the end of our previous adventure exactly where we left off. Ooh. Following the events of Twice in the Blue Moon, you all spent a pleasant Wintershield Eve with Eskliner Marsire, Mars, to his friends. 
a half-elf cleric of Mistra, an assistant to Kalar Loon, the Chosen of Mistra, at the Our Lady in Azure Temple in the Sea Ward of Waterdeep, having saved not only his life, but countless others from a magical experiment gone awfully awry. As he passes around cups of spiced cider tea to each of you, he says, I'm truly glad that you're here now. You see, I'm considering putting together a team. As oh, you know, I we, work for like Kalar. Good. So we're you doing this. You already again? know each other. Excellent. All right. Uh, Kalar has connections with the the champions. I'm assuming you're familiar with them. At least heard of the champions. Oh yeah, I I do a show with Havilar and Freely every Monday at the at the tavern. <laughs> Re really? Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, she told me great. a great story today. You're more about... familiar than I thought you would be, Garlock. Excellent. Yeah, she told me uh, a great story today about Baloth killing Alabaster Booty Clap. And that's in the recording now. Fantastic. <laughs> I've taken possibly... I've taken copious they... notes about lots of chickens, <laughs> so you're going to have to narrow it down a little bit to which ones you're talking about. I think I've got like seventy mm -hmm. something in my files now. So. They are possibly the largest and busiest group of adventurers in all of Toral and beyond. Uh, the problem is they can't be everywhere at once because they have need of our services. So often, Kalar and I receive constant requests for their assistance, like to pass to them. They simply don't have time to attend to every individual call for aid when, say, for example, the entire city of Elturel has gone missing. Yeah, I hear they only run like three adventuring parties at a time right now. So are we like the yeah. background? And I think that's even just background, a background thing version. Yeah. Okay. We're playing anyway. D. So yeah. we're the D there team. Are, yeah. There are people who need help. People who look to the champions to protect them. But the reality is they are often busy with important matters. So that's where we come in. We go when and where the champions cannot and do what we can to help people. So, will you work with me to guide the imperiled people of Faerun to a brighter future? Uh, I think Garlock's going to look around. I'm not doing anything. What about you guys? I mean, I can only assume. It'll get us moving around, right? Oh, that you'll be paid and lodging and um, training and, and such. Uh, it will be profitable for you, but more importantly, it will be good for the people of the world. Yeah, I'm in then. Excellent. I just kind of look over at Watt. To and do you speak on all of their behalfs? <laughs> no. I. No? Oh, okay. I just assumed you were the leader because you agreed first. Oh, no. <laughs> that's not how this, that's not how any of this works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never led an adventuring party before. I'm, I'm not. I don't really know how this works. I'm figuring this out, too. You instill us with a lot of confidence. Thank you, Mars. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I was just investigating random things when this group started and followed them, and I've got a lot of things that I've learned, so if the investigation continues, then I'll continue to travel with you. Excellent. That's what I want to hear. Um, and Garlock, was it? It's awfully similar to Garwar. Forgive me, I may get you mixed up. 
Revolt. Okay, now hold on, hold on. <laughs> we are about the same height. I mean, you're just a little bit better than me. So Mars, we've spent enough time. We've spent enough time adventuring. You should not be getting the two of us confused at all. That might be <laughs> oh, a deal breaker right there. We spent enough time that I know how to get under your skin, buddy. <laughs> mm. I mean, you know me. I'm in if there's information or favors involved, uh, if I have the time. So. Oh, certainly. You caught me in this last adventure, as it were, with all those timey-wimey shenanigans, uh, when I was just relaxing by a fire. So, you know. Maybe don't try to do that again, because I liked that. But yeah, see what happens. Okay. As I reach over try. and eat some bar peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Mars, mm -hmm. I recommend try not to die this time. Z yeah. This time? Z huh. We already did that a Floral. few times. So Yeah. The days that follow are a whirlwind of activity. You are given lodging nearby and meet with Mars regularly to discuss plans and logistics for forming an adventuring group, with Mars serving as your patron. The days turn to weeks as you train together, relax together, and tend to your own personal matters in between. So, how does each of you spend this time? Hmm. Any I mean, training together probably involves me like smacking Garlock when Garlock tries to get close to me. <laughs> and he's good. getting a little that, too familiar. Mm. Yeah, and he's and it's like kind of annoying mm -hmm. you because that, that he's got respectful like, distance. Mm -hmm. He's got like dragon skills really. from his bloodline, so like it's not as easy to hit him sometimes. Two meters, buddy. Two meters. <laughs> and and Garlock gets better and better at it each time because after that happens, I like here are the ways to read Garlock's like. Uh, facial cues, ticks, and like if he, if his shoulder twitches, he's ticks. He's probably got a lot you. of those. He sleeps in the bushes a lot. Oh, true. I've, cool. I've counted them. Okay. Oh, uh, that kind so, of tick. Sorry. No, I know. I, <laughs> and uh, any personal business that you'd want to attend to before you become embroiled in the adventure today, this would be a good time for it. If. If a Warforged could look sleepless and frazzled with the amount of time I have spent <laughs> ever since we finished our adventure. I'm imagining so, sparking. Yeah, there's like a little bit of smoke and steam and like like release valves just But um, the time travel we did where things were different, uh, Wat221B took that like a dog with a bone. And the fact that Garlock brought people from that uh, universe with us. So I have written that book uh, mm -hmm. and probably okay. my guess is that he may have like written it and like now what and given it over to Laura Lee to like promote. <laughs> I don't want to do this. So he wrote the book of... Okay. He rewrote so the, book, the book he hadn't written yet. Okay. Um, and then basically kind of, if it was a retelling of that Watt221B's adventures, he has gone into some like, he sent missives out of like, this happened, uh, you know, did this happen in this town? And if we weren't there to solve it, what happened? Was it solved? Did time knit itself together? That kind of stuff. 
and he has taken into his lab one of the one of Garlock's um, other other compatriots. Yeah, <laughs> Faerun uh, two uh, guys, and just taken hair samples, blood samples, um, spit like just everything he had. He's just studying this guy and seeing any kind of different. Basically, from that time to it's time to start is when Watt comes up for air and is like, here's what I learned. And he's got a box he's, he's got to open. He's got oh, a yeah, box, box to open. Yep. Uh, speaking of those people, so those people did What's hang around. In the box? <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, brought him with you. Bud. I wasn't originally intending for that, but uh, uh, Garlock like, yeah, threw in just a just a fun fact of like, oh, the, and then the other people followed me. Oh yeah, yeah that's, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. And I said, underground yes, army. and perfect. Then <laughs> in that case, Garlock the entire time has been training them to work in the Fine Spirits Tavern, so that because uh, he knows that he's got to go adventure soon, so he needs somebody. Yes. Yeah, and now he's. He's been managerialing training uh, Liff, or, uh, well, Phil in our game, uh, the, the ghost bartender of Fine Spirits. So now a ghost oh. is going to be the manager of Fine Spirits. Neat. Yeah. And he's also been taking care of the pet owlbear, Paul. You know, just been petting him. Now, I have a, a couple of, of things um, of business myself that I want to use. One's a statement and one's a question. The statement is that uh, in the weeks that follow, Mars grows a beard. <laughs> so I don't have to shave it off anymore. <laughs> and that problem solved now. The second thing is a question, which is, do you guys tell Mars about the events of Twice in a Blue Moon? Or do yeah. you keep that a secret? From oh, yeah. Gar Garlock uh, wouldn't be able to shut up. Certain things, well, hmm. Garwar picked up a couple things. But sure, I think the general gist of what happened would probably have a conversation, especially in a way to try to make sure that Mars doesn't run off at the handle again and try to destroy the universe yeah. once more. But I do so not he... tell Mars that I have a duplicate of his journal or his mm -hmm. holy symbol or those tainted time crystals. Yeah, and okay. I, I think I, as Watt, I mean, I don't know, my perception is incredible, passive perception 22 or something, but mm. I um, don't think of them as relevant but I systematically talk about every single thing in that one word. Like it, it is like there was a room, flower like the outside your window. That's like, it's blue. And in the other world, that flower was yellow. So like just <laughs> little minutia that you picked up on. Yeah. Every, everything. And, and probably would have brought him into my investigation of the thing because he loved right. books. He's learned and stuff like that. So there would have been numerous amounts of tea because I picked up he likes tea. Good. And so, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I know Laura Lee had a, had a moment with the knife. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. At the end of last episode. Mm -hmm. What else has Laura Lee been doing there? I'm so curious. So like week one, she would have generally mm -hmm. been spending time with Mars, figuring out who this not wizard wizard is and getting his vibe just vibe checking him <laughs> to hear him back and seeing if he's okay uh week two at that point she probably would have gotten the book from what <laughs> would have been like i don't you want me to do what with this <laughs> and she probably would have treated it like a moment to sell to the everyman and just 
boast it like a story to be told across the land. And she would have probably like read it aloud at some point at a tavern and, and try to sell it up that way. And then just probably give like up that. if it doesn't do well. Um, <laughs> so you, you are actively sharing the stories from the book. Yeah. Why not? I'm making note of that. Mm -hmm. And then like week three, she would probably be hanging out again with Mars because she really wants to treat this like Jurassic Park where you thought, yeah, you can, but you didn't think, should you? So she wants yes. to kind of gently remind him every now and then, like, mm, don't forget this happened. But should you though? Should <laughs> and we know how those movies go. Movies go. Yeah. I mean, he keeps, yeah. keep doing it. They keep doing it. For it becomes very clear that he is not going to stop. That this is his his passion for study, and he's going to go all in. But but he will be more cautious yeah. because of your influence and everyone else warning him about what happened in the last adventure. Go listen to Twice in a Blue Moon if you want to catch up. Um, okay, so, find it on my YouTube channel. Yes. I'll probably what? at huh? some point. Hmm? <laughs> At some point, I probably would have given Mars the vial of his own ashes, and Ooh, and that's and have, do you but, tell but, him that's what it is? But yeah, like in mathematically, cool. like, it's not. It's not like him going like, you need to right. be careful. It's just like, okay. oh, this belongs to you. You know, like it's just, it isn't a thing. That Watt makes just no walks sense. up it's, and goes, "Hey, Mars, can I ash you something?" <laughs> no. <laughs> Like oh uh, Mar Mars would would take it. He's very wide eyed, very interested. Uh, this becomes a bit of a memento mori for him. Yeah, uh, I was like, so okay, bye. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so let's uh, let's move on though. Um, so with the downtime activities settled for that, uh, working with Mars is going to come with certain perks. For this, we will be adapting the rules for patrons as described in Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. So the players know this already, but I'm going to say it out loud for the audience here. You all gain a new feature, Guiding Hand. You belong to a group working under the guidance of your patron, Eskliner Marsire. You have trained to work together as a team and to rely on each other's guidance as well as that of your patron. As a member of this group, you can use your reaction to grant advantage to an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw of another member of this group that can see or hear you. Alternatively, you can use your reaction to grant yourself advantage on an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw by recalling relevant information shared with you by your patron. You cannot use this feature again until you finish a long rest. Okay. Yeah. And so with that done, just bear that in mind. So you can basically give each other inspiration, essentially. Mm -hmm. With your training together and all the boring formalities out of the way, Mars feels that it is finally time for your first official mission as a team. There has been a general request for assistance with a disturbance in the small town of Subar to the southeast, as well as a request for escorting a merchant from Waterdeep to Borisker Bridge, which is conveniently along the way. Mars explains that his own arcane studies have also detected a peculiar energy signature appearing from time to time in that area. And so, together, you pack up to move out and investigate. All right. It's an uncommonly warm day as you make your way south along the Tradeway, the famous old road that connects the cities of Waterdeep, Baldur's Gate, and Calumport, used for many years now by merchants and adventurers alike. Although the exact path 
is often a subject of heated debate among cartographers. All agree on the general contours of this well-traveled path as it winds its way between forests, over hill and dale, crossing over rivers and streams where necessary, and avoiding notably dangerous locales where possible. Of course, there's no accounting for luck. So you find yourselves in the employ of one such trader, acting as the armed escort for a wagon of assorted goods destined for Kalimshan far to the south. Your ward has proven so far to be more than fair, offering good food and drink by the campfire as you share stories of your lives. So you are traveling along, and what I'd like to ask is, um, it's going to be about, I calculated this out, it's about a 24-day trip. Whew. Yeah, down the trail. So we're taking the fast deep. way. <laughs> we're not Got teleporting. It. About a, yeah, it's about a 24-day trip yeah, to go from Waterdeep yeah. to Subar. So what I want to know is, um, how do you guys pass travel time? Who's the cook? Who's the watch? Who who does what tasks for keeping um, you know the wagon train moving? Garlock tries to do too many things and is probably told not to. That's great. <laughs> no, no, Garlock, put put that down. That's I was just gonna not, make some that's food. Not I, your got, axe. I got plenty of onions. It's no, fine. That, that axe is for chopping enemies, not carrots. Gotta clean carrots things off first, buddy. Um, as a warforge that doesn't need to sleep, I'll probably act as the sentry. <laughs> but I okay, will, though. I will, great. I will for sure um, do that. But I think I would very early on, mm -hmm. like a little screwdriver thing coming out of my finger with that box, and I just like click, and it finally opens. Oh, okay. Now we're screwed. all right. I told you. <laughs> so you, we want to figure out what that thing actually is before you. Well, open I spent it. a lot of time researching it and doing all of that. Um, but I'm glad you brought it up. I, for a while, I thought you weren't going to bring this up at all. Mm. No, I opened the box. Okay. Um, it does, I mean, so, it could have been. It could have been earlier now than we're all going to traveling. But I definitely yeah. surprised well, to sent into a furnace. We're fighting yeah. to you, Mott. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> hell, razor. No, no, that's later. Uh, so, what? Um, you have been trying to open up the box over the course of time of the past several weeks. And something that you noticed is every time you like attempt to open the box and you screw up, uh, there are consequences. Uh, sometimes it's just like the box, like you hear like a click and it just locks up for 24 hours. Sometimes uh, it's so bad that it does that. And also there is a blast of psychic energy from it that hurts you severely. Uh, but after a few days and you feel fine again, you just try again. And it's just over and over, trial and error. And eventually, you realize that the trick to opening it is that you need to, in the complete absence of light, you need to turn it on a corner, because it's a cube, and spin it like a top. Doing so, it blossoms open like a flower. Aww. So, you finally open the box, and inside, you find a document written in interchanging Undercommon and Elven. Like it switches out sentence by sentence. Mm. And do you have any way of deciphering that? 
Uh, let me see what languages I know. I don't think it's many. Where are you, languages? Uh, it's at the bottom left under proficiencies and languages. Oh, you're on a, you're on a tablet, so it might be different. No, it still should be like roughly. Oh yeah, uh, I see. Common giant gnomish and goblin. Okay, you you can recognize that this is written in Undercommon and Elven, but you can't read it. You'll either yeah. need to use magic or find someone who can read it. I'm like, but you have the document out. now. I'm like, really? We're on a we're, we're traveling, and you open that now. <laughs> and I kind of look at it. I'm like, I'm like. Mm, those are those uh, elvish, flowy script stuff. I uh, I don't read that. No point. And Garlock's now standing way too close on the other side going, I don't read. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Unsurprising. You, Correct. And as you are, you know, crowding together, uh, dissing this document, apparently, <laughs> Uh, you hear uh, shouting in the distance. There are cries for help. And you spy, when you look in that direction, what appears to be the ruins of a carriage that has smashed into a tree just off the road. The carcass of a horse nearby is being picked at greedily by what appears to be several ferocious creatures. Was that there before you opened the box? Do you remember what? You, you know. I've got key mind and a really good perception. Was it there? Was it happening because of the, I feel like it was because of the box or it already no. was happening. Okay. This is, is it, coincidental. It, I, I don't, don't know think why, the but two I, are related. I don't know why, yeah. why but I was well, picturing this at dark. Is it dark? Mm, it is approaching sunset. Okay. Okay. All right. So there are. As cries long as for it's help. not high noon yet. There right. is a demolished carriage. There's a horse being picked at by what appears to be several ferocious monsters. This is in the distance. Uh, uh, you have you have the option of just oh, going no. by. Gar Garlock's hands light on fire and he goes, I think we need to do that hero thing. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, hop up and just kind of motion towards the, the cart and uh, we were guarding people, right? Like, um, was, I mean, we're I'll, with I'll, people. I'll take care right? of the merchant. For this is only going to be a minute. Or okay, so, so right? Mars I'll, is still with I'll, us. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll watch over. All right, stay here. No How far away was it? Um, let's say it is three hundred feet away. Oh, okay, so, so it takes you a few rounds away. to get there. Okay. So <clears throat> we're we're going then. Oh yeah, Garlock is already off the cart and running. I mean, yeah. So I'll drop right, down right. to one knee and basically tap something on my knees. And from my knees down, my trousers tear open as my uh, my leg opens and readjusts, and I will activate my modified uh, boots of uh, what is it? My long jumpings, my long jumping fast boots, and boots I will try and spring. Yes, those yes. are the words I wanted. The long uh, jumping fast boots. Yeah, I will same take thirty feet forward and start running after. Yeah. With All right, so Watt leads the charge. And I like, Whoa, and I'm yeah. like I'm getting up and I'm taking the shield off my back and getting my axe. And I'm like, okay. one of these days they're going to learn to let the tank go first. And I just start out. <laughs> I'll keep right. up with Gar. Excellent. Uh, as you get closer, 
let's see. I have a little sheet here that has everyone's basic stats on it. So let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, what? Um, you have very high perception and investigation. I so do. I'm not even gonna have really? you roll for this. They're they're both at least twenty. Uh, as you get closer, like once you're at about a hundred feet away, is when you realize it's not several ferocious creatures. It's one with multiple heads and wings. Oh. That changes up what spell I'm using. Look, there's been a lot of Tiamat talk today. (laughs) (laughs) It's baby Tiamat. She's just out Uh, here hanging out. (laughs) So Watt221B is the only one that's noticed this so far, yes? I take it. I will... I will definitely let Garlock know that he's running into what I'm seeing. And I mean, I, I would... Do you let I any of the rest of us go, know? <laughs> are you guys, if you guys are close enough to it, I'll say it loudly, but All I'm right. basically just keeping pace to be in front of Garlock because he is a small yeah. goblin who's rushing at this thing. So I'm more keeping that's, him safe. That's fair. All right. Then uh, as you finally approach, um, once you're within about 50 feet of it, uh, the monster rears up all three of its heads. It has a dragon head, a lion head, and a ram's head. Yes! Yeah, I think you can see where this is going, uh, if you know enough monster lore. And uh, all three of them roar and scream and hiss at you. Uh, you can see it also has like a, a, like a serpent's tail um, with like a scorpion stinger on it. And it has a uh, draconic wings that also have feathers on it. And uh, it paws out from where it's been devouring the corpse of the horse. And it just screeches and roars at you and like kind of um, flaunts its wings at you. Like it's trying to look very imposing. And to its credit, it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big monster. This is a large sized monster. And um, it's a chimera. This is a chimera. When I finally see it, I just kind of out loud to everybody around me go, uh, yeah, I think this one's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And you hear so, someone crying out from the tree that's uh, right next to the crash cart where the cart basically looks like it ran into the tree and then fell over and the horse died. Uh, you hear someone say, are, are you are you here to save me? Please, please. Oh, 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 please, uh, please. Garlock's going to go, yes, we are. And he's going to cast magic missile at the chimera. Garwar is simultaneously going to go, maybe. We'll see how this goes. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Give me that magic how missile. Far, how far are we from it at this point? 50 feet. 50 feet. Okay. Well within the range of a magic missile. I'm yeah, not, you're good. You know, you're good. Uh, me and my dwarf legs are going to be... take a while. Uh, eight <laughs> points of force damage. So your force missiles strike through, as they always do for magic missile, and uh, just pelt into its head, its wings, its side. Uh, it roars again in defiance, kind of lowers down into what looks like a pouncing position, swishing its tail back and forth. And so at this point... Please roll for initiative. Woo! <laughs> Sorry, I like initiative. It's my oh, boy. Oh, oh what, I buddy? Like 
I like I'm not, this. I'm not, I'm not rolling in the the D and D Beyond. I love D and D Beyond. I'm not rolling in it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling physical right. dice. By the way, for anyone listening or Dang in the audience, it. I've got physical dice here. Apparently, my dice in D and D Beyond are in cahoots. Did you get a net one too? Nah, I, I, <laughs> I mean did. it's not great. It's not. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty. Yeah, I Mar- like it. I love do, Jessex. Mars, do you want us to call these out, or are you pulling them out of? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Since we're so doing Garwar, mix, what's your just call result? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Gar's fifteen, and Garlock. Six. Hey, that's not great. Nope. Uh, all right, and Morley. <laughs> two. I got eighteen. Okay. I love writing Laurelly because I just put LL. It's great. It's very fast. Nice. Uh, and what? <laughs> Two. Oh, you have that many. You, uh-huh. you have a plural amount of initiative. Okay. Oh. The one who noticed it the most is just like. We're just going to watch. If we I'll get in wait. three fights, he's going to get a two, wait. a two, and a one. Okay. And uh, Chim Chimini, the Chimera, got a. Well, I know how much it got. So, Laurelie, you are at the top. All right. How do you I approach am... or run away? Oh, no, I'm going to approach as to I usually people. do. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to present my holy symbol, which is my hand. And with the eye upon its back, a sphere of twilight will just emanate from me within 30 feet and will last for a minute as I cast my channel divinity, Twilight Sanctuary. Excellent. And so uh, I'm going to move forward. Uh, You said it's 50 feet away? Yes. I'm going to move forward. And as you summon your twilight sphere, the voice in the tree, what in the hells is that? (laughs) Don't worry. Oh, no, it's it's all getting worse. (laughs) It usually does before it gets better. She she ignores the pleading man and moves forward 30 (laughs) feet. So that way she can be helpful for those that wants to get next to the thing. All right. And what does this one do again? It's been a day since we did this. Yeah. So I'm going to get 1d6 plus six temporary hit points. And I rolled a six. I'm going to get 12 temp hit points. This is the fun one. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's at the start of each of our turns? That's at the end of each of your turns. Oh, at the end. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you end in the sphere. There we go. So be within yeah. 30 feet of me at the end of your turn. That's the goal. <laughs> does it move with you? Yes, it does. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We just get like yeah. Overwatch beacon. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I lived Literally through the dragon. Powerhouse. Yeah, this is how you lived through the dragon. Uh-huh. It was me. <laughs> it was me. Uh, that is All my right, turn. Else. All right. Thank you. And Garwar. I mean, I watched everyone run ahead and I'm like, Trudging along, I gotta remember I'm I'm in full plate. When I'm fully armored, the the only thing not armored are the eye holes. And I'm like trying to get there. I'm a dwarf feet and my twenty-five movement. And okay. uh, you definitely yeah. get closer. I mean I I move up twenty five feet. Do you di- do you dash um, or do you just not take an action? Uh I I feel like if I go the full, so Lorely moved up. If I go the full thing and get in this guy's face, am mm-hmm. I still going to be in your aura? Yes, because I'm basically 20 feet away from it. Yeah, because she moved up 30 feet and then did it, so. 
Okay. Uh. Plus, you don't have to take yeah. the full twenty-five. I'm right? just gonna. I'm just gonna run. Well, I mean, it's it's fifty feet away, so I would have to move and dash with my mm-hmm. action to get in his face. So I'm just gonna do that. I'm just gonna okay. just like last time, except this time I think it's real, and I'm just gonna run right up in it anyway. <laughs> it seems uh, pretty real. Shield that's almost as big as I am, big round shield, and axe is out, and just shield in front, like, uh, <laughs> okay, guys, let's go. And I, and right. how many how many hit points do I get at the end of my turn? Do I roll that? No, I think she does. Oh, I do. Okay. Let's see. Ah, this dice loves me. You get twelve. <laughs> Yes, oh, that's, that's good because like it's the chimera's turn now. Yes. <laughs> so the chimera um, is not taking kindly to being pelted by magic missiles, and it sees um, a, a, a big crunchy dwarf standing very nearby. So the chimera charges you, Gar, as you probably expected, and it is going to use point. its multi attack. So just just a, a flurry of biting clawing, goring with its horns just comes barreling towards you. Here we go. That is a 25 to hit, Gar. Hits. Okay, and the horns, that's going to be a 12 to hit. And what kind of damage is that? Uh, Not damage yet, but um, just rolling. Oh, you're just doing the hits. Yeah, I'm just checking the hits first. Okay, 12 would not hit. 12 12 is going to hit the shield. And a nat one. Okay, so let me roll the damage for the first attack here. Twinsies. That is going to be eight piercing damage from its bite as it sinks its teeth into your plate armor. Okay. It then attempts to gore you with its horns, but uh, it just scrapes off of your shield. It then tries to tear into your armor and rip it open, but it just cracks its nails against your plate. Yeah, and I'm a heavy armor master, so I actually only took five damage. Ah! So <laughs> I really got to step up my game here. <laughs> no, you're doing great. Right. No, it's I'm fun. Loving it. That's 100. <laughs> loving it so. Oh, fun. thanks, guys. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. that. Thank you yeah. so much. Next mm-hmm. is Garlock. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, I mean, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do an Arcana check to see if I know. And I'm like, wait, you're playing Garlock? No, you're not. Uh, I think I'm just gonna uh, firebolt this man. Um, okay because I don't like him. Um, yeah, let's do a firebolt. Uh, uh, that's 16? That is a hit. Yes. Hey. And it certainly wasn't expecting it. Uh, oh my god. That's because canonically we know that, Gar- that Garlock always shoots this right next to me. <laughs> so no one ever sees it coming. <laughs> Luckily, it can't cause tinnitus. Um, ooh, that is only three <laughs> points of fire damage, though. Okay, um, but you singe oh, its fur in a spot. Oh, wait a minute, at least a little bit. No, I got a feature now. I actually get to add my oh. charisma to that now. Oh, so nice. that's gonna be that's gonna be six damage. Okay, I remembered so things. You what? you scorch its fur. You scorch its its fur. It's high just like a little bit, and then like one second later, it just. Poof! It, it yeah. puffs up into a oh. larger flame. I got I got to spend a sorcery point to it, but screw it. I'm gonna do it for that one because I already said it. Okay, great. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, this, cool, cool. This cool. is your opportunity battle to like get used to your new mechanics. I appreciate it. Um, do, now does does it does it look like that fire did stuff to it? 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, it immediately starts like like rolling on the the dirt, trying to put the fire out that's on its fur, and it does. It, okay. It's just a firebolt after all. Um. And but yes, that was effective. And I think I'm out of Laura thing now, so I, I I'm gonna move twenty feet up to be within Laura Lee's okay. circle. And what? Ten ten hit points. Thank you. Nice. Well, Did it move up at all to hit Laura Lee? No, it hit uh, Gar. It is, it is in Gar. It hit me. Gar. Yeah. Tired. No, I was, yeah. So I moved it's still all the way 50 feet from me? Yes. Okay. Um. Then I will... I'll just use my... Uh, my action to dash up and get in its face as well. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'll just... Right. I'll do that. So Watt dashes up to join their companions and with that we are back to the top with orderly all right let's see i should probably deal some damage and give it a good chance to oh, do i get 10 hit points oh did you end within 30 feet of me yeah. yes uh yeah ah, so you get eight temp hit points everyone's close enough to you now i think Lorley. beautiful all right I believe I am going to do a guiding bolt at first level. So I'm going to need to do an attack roll. All right. That is going to be, if I can remember everything here, a 18 to hit. Oh, very much, yes. Sweet. So then with first level, that's going to be 46. Wow. Radiant damage going against this thing. Uh-huh. 11. I'm ready for it. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. That's going to be uh, 16 radiant damage, and the next attack roll has advantage. Ooh. Oh, that's great, since Garwar's turn is next. Hey. Oh, right. might actually Lorley. hit something. <laughs> Was that everything, Lorley? Did you have any? Don't think I want to do anything else currently at the time okay. being. I'm going to hold my ground and be here. All right. And I can't do better than 12, so I'm staying at 12. Strategically observing the situation. Cool. Mm -hmm. Garwar. Um, so I'm just trying to make sure. Obviously, I'm going to swing and attack at it. Good. Uh, where is my... So I just take my battle axe and... Ba -bam. Mm -hmm. 25 to hit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that yes. wasn't that wasn't with advantage. No, that, that was high enough though. Hey, the other I mean, one was not a a roll just to see if you crit. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. wasn't. It was lower. Okay. All right. Uh, so yes, you strike true. Yeah, Have at it, my friend. For a whopping four points of damage. Really? Uh, that was it. Okay. I rolled a one. Oh, uh, gotcha. And then I attack again because I do right. that. Because fire. Uh, 22 to hit. Yes. Uh, and that's six points of damage. Okay. And. Hmm. Getting there. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah. So on that one, I'm going to spin one of my superiority die to goad it. So it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, is this new? No. Did you use this last time? Uh, I don't remember this. I didn't. 
there was always have an opportunity to. Nat Swish. 20. First Swish. Nat 20 Swish. of the evening. Oh. Goes to the Chimera for a wisdom saving throw. Boo. You you goad it and it just blows a raspberry at you. Yeah, it's too Ram's dumb switches. to understand. It's too dumb that. to understand the insults to the that Ram's head at blows it. a raspberry. Yeah. That's that's fine. Uh all right, we're good for now. All right. We're good for now. Then you're, with that, it is the Chimera's turn. Uh, you're going to get which... 12 hit points, by the way, old temp. Excellent. That just, you know, takes me back up to the 12 that I would have been at before when I only lost five. Yeah. This D6 now, likes <laughs> the, the ram's head, which was doing the, the raspberry, it kind of rolls back its eyes a bit. And then you see the dragon head also roll back its eyes it starts blowing a raspberry but then it opens its mouth and it comes out as a fire breath ah that was good. So it was just preparing for that <laughs> all right so let's see this is going to be all right sexy um gar Lorley, and watt i want a deck save from each of you oh garlock's not in the range no, I'm, I'm the way I'm picturing it in my head is like just outside of it. Okay. Like it's going straight past you. Ooh. 17. Right, let's hear those decks say. Ooh. 17. 17. Right. So, okay. Gar? 17? Is it? Zero. I'm trying <laughs> to figure out what my situational bonus is here that it's telling me that I get for deck saves. What do you mean? Hold on, hold on. I, I've got shield stuff going on. Oh. I get to well, add think... my shield's AC to my deck saving throw. Oh, that's uh, nice. So that is... Apparently it doesn't do that automatically for me. So give me one moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, an eight. Hmm. An eight? Um, I'm, I'm going to need a little bit better than that, buddy. Wow. Ah. All right. Going to so need who... you to do a little bit better than that, buddy. <laughs> need you to come <laughs> in tomorrow for those dexterity saving throws. Garwar, you're going to take full damage for this as the uh, the blunt of the fire breath squarely at you, since you are right in front of it after all. Um, but um, Laura Lee and Watt, you do pass your saving throws, so you're able to like dodge roll out to the side. So you're only going to be partially scorched by this. So this is going to be uh, Garwar 31 fire damage. Laurel and Watt, 15 fire damage. Each. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And at that, the Chimera is done. And we're going to go to Garlock. Uh, by the way, what, when you guys got all hit by that, like Gar- Garlock's doing that like worried thumbs up that Thor does in Endgame. Just, ooh, you guys got this. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's see what 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 what's Gar what's Garlock gonna do? I've been trying to figure out this whole time. I'm just like, I mean, you can always hold action too. What would Garlock do? He I would mean, not hold his action. Yeah, no, he would absolutely Garlock. not hold his action. Let's be real here, folks. <laughs> sure. Um, you know what? Let's do. Let's do a scorching ray. Let's let's oh, have some fun. One of my all time scorching ray, ones. baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, BB. Do it. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So this is gonna be, and you know what? Uh, just, just, just because 
it's Garlock, and, and I don't know if he'd actually know this. He just saw this thing shoot fire out of its mouth. So he's yes. actually going to use one of his new meta magic, uh, which is transmutation. So he's actually turning this into an ice ray. Ooh. Oh, um, I love it. So let's see. That Ooh. how many I get three rays out of this. Ice okay, ice so ray. first is Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is, oh my god, 23 to hit. Yes. Um, that's, uh, 19 to hit. Also, yes. Oh, that's an at one. Ah. That's gonna be a no, boss. Yeah, it's gonna be a no for me. <laughs> and, uh, I will be using, uh, my, my very, very special, uh, champion's dice for these. Yes, oh, yes, wonderful! Yes, hey, yes, that's yes. a great idea. I'll get mine out, too. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. You're the best. Yeah, uh, everyone's got them but me. Thank you, CNE. Um, fine. Alright, I've got my idle champion's d6s now. That's cool. Got my open hand. Good idea. Um, yeah, that's gonna be 13 points of ice damage. <gasps> that is cool. Literally... <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, Garlock's voice gets real deep. He goes, chill. <laughs> hey, Chimera, chill. <laughs> yeah, he just does Arnold Schwarzenegger and Batman movies. Uh, puns. I love That's it. That's all he does. I love it. Okay, I say that um, like he was in more than one. Yeah, your, your freezing rays um, <laughs> encase parts of it in ice, which then shatters. But during the, those brief instances of uh, 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 its body being locked up in different parts, you you can tell that the chimera is a little freaked out by that, that this goblin just did that. <laughs> yeah, this was surprising. Uh, okay, then we are down to Watts. Hey, do I feel like each head is its own target? Like, do I feel like hitting one head would have a difference between hitting another head or like if i wanted to like deactivate the dragon head first sort of a thing that's a that nice way of saying lopping possible. a head off <laughs> i'd be oh. bludgeoning baby what's up <laughs> that is certainly possible yeah um <laughs> Garlic, they by are the way, all together 12. a single oh, creature but i would argue that it is certainly possible for you to designate a specific part of the creature that you wish to target. So I feel like after the dragon opened its mouth, I want to close its mouth with my with uh, <laughs> a top and a yes. bottom. No. <laughs> okay. That that was a mistake. So you're trying to forcibly close the dragon's mouth. With smashes. With with with, with, with smashes. smashes. With smash attacks. Yeah. Okay. So my first attack Ain't gonna do it. <laughs> oh, that's the bottom oh. one. That's the bottom one. To stay, it's a ten mm -hmm. to hit. So yeah, that's no, that's no. stabilizing at the bottom, so I can close it from the top. <laughs> he said, "Hopefully, it just it knocks away your first attack with its with its yeah. big meaty." Twenty-one pop. to hit. Twenty-one will connect. Okay, I'm going to. Oh man, I should. So this is a a superiority dice maneuver. Ooh, can yes, I add yeah. it? Yeah, can I can I have used it on my 10 to hit? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so going You'll back to You'll find me a lenient DM. I just want you to do cool things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a precision attack and uh, add a D8 to my attack roll. Okay. 
Tell me what you got. So it was a 17 to hit instead. That will, yes. So what does that look like for you to initially miss and then superiority die your way into actually connecting the blow? Can you describe what that looks like when Watt does that? Yeah, so I came up under it realizing that where I was going to hit it wasn't going to mm-hmm. work. So split second, I flicked it and hit it in a different way. Uh-huh. So like, so like you hyperanalyze the situation yeah. in like a blink of an eye, you, you brain yeah. out how you needed to adjust. So then boom, boom. Cool. And I'm actually. He enters the matrix this. and it slows down. Yes. <laughs> what has a matrix? <laughs> and it just switches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to use galaxy brain strike on my second. Okay. So I'm using two superiority dices in this attack. So uh, distracting strike. Let me first do the damage for the first hit. Is a eight to hit, eight damage, and then right. I'm going to let me see if I got this right. I think I add a D8 superiority dice to my damage on this next one. That's right, right? Okay, so sorry. So that's going to be 10 plus. Give me an eight or five. Uh, so 15 damage. And then okay. if someone other than me attacks this creature before my next turn, they get advantage. The, first, the next person to. No, okay. Distracting strike. Beautiful. Very cool. All right. So yeah, your your attacks, you smash the, the dragon's mouth shut again. <laughs> oh, and I guess bonus action. <laughs> it bites its tongue in the process. Bonus action, I'll do two weapon fighting and hit him again. Sure. So when you do two weapon fighting, do I not add my modifier to it? Unless or you have a unless you have a feat. No. Uh 25 to hit. That will hit. So then uh, one damage. Okay. Hey, every point matters. That's a, a, I'm into a it. very old saying from my my old group. We would say that every time. Every oh, yes. point matters. <laughs> so many questions based on a single hit point. Why? Okay. You get 12 temp hit points. <laughs> and these replace these replace what we already had. They don't stack yeah. them. Yeah. If you, you can choose, if it doesn't if it's worse than what you already have, disregard it. Hey, Loralee. Yeah, they don't stack. I've already lost those temporary. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, welcome. <laughs> to 12? Yeah. How do you all look? Is anyone in the party at half or under hit points? No. I'm, looking I'm real good. good, baby. I lost three. Okay. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to have to polish my armor there. But... No, no. Loralee. Yeah. Yeah. Loralee. Your insight passive is 17, mm-hmm. and you see uh, a shift in the Chimera's general attitude from hunger to fear. Ah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Okay. Uh, back to the top with Laura Lee. I have that same shift at times when I'm eating, when I get ready to run <laughs> out of food. <laughs> so she would recognize that real easily. So, Loralee, you, you become aware that the, the Chimera has um, uh, essentially lost its will to fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going it is, to it is afraid. shout out 
I think this thing's going to run as I cast Bless, just in case it doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so That's good the, to have a backup plan. Yeah, the three of you can get a D4 and add that to your attack or saves. Ooh. We are hashtag blessed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It actually happened in the game. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we have an emote for that now. How do I add that on D&D Beyond? Oh, d j just keep it in mind. Yeah. Just remember. You just got to remember. It, it, I'm so good at remembering. Uh, they need a box like the inspiration box for it, but no. Garwar, you are after Laura Lee if Laura Lee is finished. Uh, I am, and I only get seven temp hit points. Okay. All right. So, Sigar, anything you'd like to do? Yeah. I mean, she says she thinks the thing is going to start to run. So, to me, that means, well, we got to put it down quick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Hold on. Gar's going to attack again with an eight. Did you add a d4 to Oh, that? wait, hold on. I get advantage because of Watt, and I get yeah. a d4. Ha-ha. Remembering th uh -huh. things. So that's 13 plus a d4. That's oh, the little one at the bottom. Be good. 14. That actually hits. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Dead on. Beautiful. Uh, All our powers combined. <laughs> so that's five more damage. Okay. Uh, it's really looking bad at this point, guys. And I'm going to it's, attack it's again. Wavering. Hold on. Get out of the way. There we go. Now, this time I don't get advantage, but I still get... I'm not even going to add the D4. That's a 19, so that hits. Okay. Yep. Uh, and that's four damage. Mm -hmm. And DM, just so I understand. Yes. Still yes, need a DM. Uh, I can still take. I can take my bonus action and then action surge. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Important to note: the action surge will not also give you a bonus action. It just gives. That's you fine. I still get two attacks action off my. Is it a bonus action? No, no, it isn't. No, it no. isn't. That's what I was making sure. I was making sure. It, it costs know. no type of action to activate okay. action surge. I so saw what you did there, Lee. Mm -hmm. I appreciated it. Because, uh, because I am now a shield master. Mm -hmm. uh, and I took the attack action. My bonus action, I can make a shove. Uh, yeah. To try to shove the creature. Uh, okay. Just push it somewhere else. <laughs> Not my well, problem. <laughs> I kind of want you said it was near a cart and with yes. people can I I don't know the orientation in my head distance of a of a I was just wondering and a if tree and a dead if I can try to shove it into a place where it won't it will kind of be pinned between me and Watt and some hard object so yeah, it okay, can't I really like run that. away without going um, through us Depend, depending on how well you do, you might be able to uh, basically corner it against the ruined wagon. Okay. What am I rolling for this shove? It doesn't... I don't see a thing It doesn't here. say? I'm looking, Mars. I'm looking. Oh, yeah, and I'm looking hey. the mechanics for shove. Hold on. Isn't it like a uh, contested athletics it check? Is, oh, yeah, action? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it's an attack action where you make a strength athletics check contested by the target's strength okay. athletics or dexterity acrobatics. The target Part of our training as a team has included you getting this. So, um, uh, what two two one B showed you stuff about like leverage and where to you know where to pivot and things like that. So I'm giving you your inspiration on this one. To get that means nice. I can roll it again, right? Yeah. That's that just means me rolling it again. Thank you, Lee, for being the first in the group to actually use the patron ability. Night. Well, we got 24 days. I figured uh, we're going to get <laughs> yeah. a long rest. Uh, yeah. So this yeah. ended up, uh, yeah. once again, the narrative maintains because <laughs> oh no, as you're trying to dwarf-splain me about how to use leverage, like you're trying to tell a dwarf how to use <laughs> leverage to its advantage, I got the yeah. same number both times because your uh, words times. just fall on on deaf ears. Like, why would it help? Uh, I got a 12. I don't know how is that compares to the Is this technically an attack roll? Okay. It is. It is. Oh, it I is would get my bless. Action. Yeah. It is an attack action. It's not an attack roll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's okay. still, it's fine. 12. Yeah. It's a strength fine. athletics check. It's contested, so I don't know what they got. We'll see what they yes. get. So now I will roll for none. And, oh, I'm definitely going to go this way. Yeah, that's going to be a 21 from the kind of Okay. So I don't shove it. But I immediately go right back into. I immediately go right back into attacking it with my action surge, and I hit it with a twenty. Okay. Uh, And I do seven points of damage. I love action surge. It's like those rock star Uh, moments with fighters. And then I. You said seven damage. Yeah, seven damage. Okay. Uh, And then I hit it with a sixteen, I believe. That hits. Yes. That's good. Uh, And that's six more points of damage. Okay, sure. All right. Well, it's the Chimera's turn. And at this point, the Chimera uses the disengage action and tries to fly away. Fair. 60-foot fly speed. It used its action to disengage, so it is going to get 30 feet up and 30 feet out. But we get to swing at it, right? No, it's disengaged. Disengaged Disengaged doesn't... Yep. Who is it? Yep. There is a something that overrides a disengage, but I bet I don't have it yet. Yeah. Sounds like some monk shit. Yeah, so, it does sound like uh, some monk If shit. you are committed to bringing this thing down, okay. But at this point, it How is far going away is it? to fly away from you if you allow it to. 60 feet. It is 30 feet up and 30 feet out. Oh, 30 feet. I, I got a shot I can do. <laughs> Shoot your it shot. is Garlock's turn. If you choose to remain in initiative, or you could call initiative yeah. now. And- I mean, uh, uh, no, I'm staying in initiative. Go, gar- <laughs> Garlock is is, is like, oh, out here. Um, oh, look, this is, like a, a, this is a this is a chimera. Encounter. This is not a friendly creature. This is something nope. that causes Garlock's havoc. Garlock's going to go over oh, to awesome. the tree that had the screaming person in it, and mm-hmm. a goblin in a wizard outfit with burning, with like still slightly flaming hands, is going to look up and then go, "Everything's fine down here. You can come down and, now." Uh, the Garlock hit it, <laughs> and the the elf that's stuck in the tree sees you and goes, "Not again." <laughs> What? Garlock, the thing that's flying away, shoot it. <laughs> this is my, this is my, uh, this is me imparting actually... my training. Okay, okay. To force Garlock to shoot the thing. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Guys, hang on. Guys, please, please. Yeah. Garlock, could you please give me a persuasion to see if, if telling this person this, you can get them to just calm down 17. and listen to you. Oh, okay, great. 
you do have the charisma after all you are a sorcerer okay so with that uh the person will slowly clamber down the tree and see oh clarence and approaches the horse oh well that's a shame uh thank thank you uh everyone thank you uh and since you're still an initiative, that's all the words that this person so, manages to get out. So at that point, though, because I haven't used my action yet, when Garworker mm. goes, Garlock, shoot it. Gar you know, Garlock's been training with him. He's been trying to do really good, but he's slightly tired of Gar Wars BS. And so he's so he's uh. just going to go, Ugh, and he's going to just hold up his what? hand and shoot Firebolt without looking, and I'm rolling with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Uh, I rolled a I 10. Love this. Oh, you add a d4. I only had to be four. Please get a four. Please get a four. Two. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I like that too much to to not let that have some kind of reward. So I'm gonna say that you clip its wing, and you're still looking away from it, <sighs> and everyone else, you just see the the chimera flying, and then <clears throat> one of its wings hits, and it just tilts and smashes into the ground. <laughs> There's a little dirt explosion. It doesn't get up again. Beautiful. That was too good to pass up. I love that. All right. And with that, the battle. That'll do, Garlock. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> okay. And Garlock, because he did look, he's go, I am white. <laughs> and so with that. I hope it learns uh, its lesson. The the person, the, the elf that um that slinks down. Is it from, dead now? Did it die? We don't know. Oh, it, it's it's dead. You could wander oh, okay. over there and check. It's not very far away. It's definitely dead. Loot the body. It's, okay, it has fur and some and teeth. You like teeth? How do you feel do about like, organs? I do like teeth and organs. Um, yeah, Garlag <laughs> will, will walk over to the, the person that's crying over the horse and just go. Clarence. Oh, um, sorry. We 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 were just coming down the road. We couldn't say. Clarence, sorry, sorry, Clarence. <sighs> That's all right. Um, I. Oh, my family! And the <laughs> oh, moves over to the ruined cart, and this is Garlock's <laughs> reaction. Just pries open the door, and you see, uh, you see a second elf and a child elf in the wagon, and they they climb out, and the uh, the child, Daddy, are we safe now, Daddy? Yes, I believe we are. These kind heroes protected us. Oh, good. Upon seeing the fact that this person Is went Clarence to the horse okay? first. No, child. Uh, no, dear child. Yeah. Gar's just going to walk. They're going to be like, ah, oh, great. And he's going to walk over and just try trying to harvest stuff off the chimera. Okay, and that's fine. You, I mean, you... if that guy had no interest in his family and cared about the horse first, Gar has no interest in him. <laughs> So. You can carve up enough, uh, enough, you know, meat enough to make provisions for the rest of the, the journey down south. It's a big creature. Um, I would go up to the family, kind of half ignoring the man, giving him a good side eye and just being like, are y'all okay? <laughs> Do you... uh, and the other elf speaks up. Yeah, oh. uh, uh, we're going to be all right. Thank you. Um, whew, can't say the same for Clarence. Uh, my, my, my father... He's going to be very upset about Clarence. That's okay. Horses can be replaced. Anyway, um, thank you. Um, 
we are, I guess, gonna hike to the nearest settlement and find another ride. Uh, and well, we definitely can't carry all of our belongings now, so... And reaches down and picks up, like, just a sack of something and just hands it to you. Uh, a thank you for saving our lives. Hmm. Hands it to you, Lorley. Well, we'll be going now. Come along, uh, family. Uh, hey, Watt, did you have something that was in that pretty script that none of us could read? Yes. Uh, see, here's where I'm torn. I kind of... Mm. Okay, you know that I have it put somewhere in the cart if you want to go grab it. But I went with uh, Garwar not caring about these people at all. And uh, I'm trying to harvest the glands from the dragon uh, head for research. So okay. feel free to grab the thing, but I, I also did not care about the people. All right, and then in reaction to seeing mm. that he's nowhere near me, I'll be like, mm. okay, uh, hang on. Uh, don't take offense to this question, but can y'all read and write? Oh, yes, of Fair. course. From from the distance, you hear fair. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, if would really help us out if you could translate something for us. Hang on one second. I'll be right back. And like I'm gonna run to the my, my traumatized family and I would be happy to take time out of our <laughs> grief and assist you once again. I mean, you could have been dead. We took time for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I also like the idea that Loralee walks away and just leaves them there with the goblins, just like, yeah. hi. Playing with the little fireballs. <laughs> yeah, just the, juggling The little fireballs. child likes you. Hello, goblin. Hi, strange talking child. Most yeah, children is... talk, goblin. <laughs> that's not what was weird, but that's okay. Do you like onions? <laughs> Daddy doesn't let me eat onions. <laughs> Natural one. Oh, I'm deathly allergic to onions, Goblin. And, and like, gar and garlic's face slowly just here. Oh, do you no. want a hug? No, I might get it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine I come back and I hear that and I say, Garlock, don't touch the kid. All right. Uh, Garlock's um... already backing away from the kid. <laughs> <laughs> For All fear right. that you're just emanating. So... Onion. <laughs> gotta gotta keep things moving here. Uh, yeah. Lorley, do you do you bring the document? Yeah, I bring it and I bring a piece of parchment so that way they can write on it and right. translate for me. So they can translate because of course they're elves, they know Elven. They can translate half the document because like I said, it's written interchangeably in Elven and Undercommon. So right. you have half the document translated now, uh, which just seems like gibberish without the other half. So you will need the other half. Perfect. Well, but thank you much. You've made progress. Uh, stay safe. Do you want, do you have a torch or something? <laughs> no. <sighs> she reaches in and just gives him a torch and, and lights it for him and says, just stay on the road. <laughs> thank you, Twilight Cleric. It's an odd child. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. wander down the road. As, as we're walking back to our cart, Garlic's going to be like, I don't, I'm worried about them making it to the next place, but I really didn't want to be around that kid. He freaked you <laughs> out, right? He freaked, he freaked me out a lot. Yeah, something up was up, but I didn't, 
I might have to bring that kid back in the future. <laughs> I was gonna say, if not this story here, he's the big bad in someone else. He's gotta be somewhere, right? Like this years is from now, waiting though. to happen. It's gotta grow this, up, yeah. This kid yeah. is an agent of Vecna or something, man. <laughs> Let the, let the villainy fruit ripen first. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you you collect whatever materials you want from the chimeras remains and uh, reconvene back to the wagon and continue on your way. Uh, so <clears throat> ultimately, your arrangement with the merchant ends as you reach Borisker Bridge, where the friendly merchant hopes to negotiate with a contact before moving on. They we long rest into right? the crowd. At this point, you can long rest before heading off for the final stretch, which is only like a day to get to Subar from here. And Mars is very excited to get to uh, the source of wherever this strange, peculiar energy signature is coming from. Oh, and helping people at the town, of course. Right. Okay, so long rest. And the next day... You gather together again and set off. At this point, you don't have a wagon to protect anymore and or to carry your luggage, so you're just left carrying your own stuff at this point. Um, Mars has a lot of baggage, so he would appreciate some help. Mars but... does seem to have a lot of baggage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was great. Gar's traveled with Mars before. Mars knows Gar does not carry his luggage. Um, okay, that's fair. He asks everyone life. except Gar. Good, real do, quick. Um, you look, do you look stronger than um, me? Would you mind? Uh... Garlock is hidden under a giant case right now. Just fantastic. It feels like it's full of rocks. Probably is. <laughs> it might be full of rocks. Magic rocks. Um, can Watt take a look at the half translated uh, letter? Absolutely. Because I want to take a really hard look at it and see if I can using like basically create a cipher for what's missing, like what is missing compared to what's not there. Because I've got half of a document that I can now read. I yeah. might be able so to. So you're doing like a cryptogram out. at this mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd like My to investigate that. All about cryptogram. Advantageous. So, okay. like that's that's cool. Yeah. At night that's or at the fire, really, that's, yeah, really that's good. something Gar would would be like peeking at occasionally oh would you would you assist i don't need it i get advantage he gets advantage on anyway. on. amazing yeah. please give me an intelligence check to see how uh how well you can just work with half the document to decipher the rest okay the, so uh, first roll is an 18 advantage 24 that's okay i i love this this is what I really like about DMing in general. When the players surprise you with something like really clever, that's that's great. Um, I was gonna make you find someone who knows Undercommon, but this is also good. Okay, so in that case, sure, you are able to figure out the rest from a uh, you know cryptogram context clues. So um, what? Uh, since this is a show, I'm not gonna say it privately. I'm gonna let everybody know uh, the document, which is written in interchanging Undercommon and Elven includes instructions to intercept a messenger from Waterdeep at an exact place and at an exact day and time in the past, then to go to another specific location to find a cache 
which is described as containing a suit of armor, a forged document, and several magic gemstones, to then deliver these gemstones to a cleric at the Our Lady in Azure Temple on another specific day and time in the past, and to leave no witnesses. It is signed with a stylized letter M and bears the symbol of Shar. Uh, yeah, I'll basically, as I'm reading it, read it out loud to see. I mean, I guess, mm -hmm. would Mars go, oh! <laughs> this is, I would want to, I would want to, do I recognize the handwriting? No, you do okay. not. You do not recognize the handwriting. Neither does Mars. Uh, mm. He is, he is very interested. So, this was... The assassin's yeah. instructions, then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's a little eerie about the very specific day and time and locations for everything. Uh, huh. Says the, says the person investigating <laughs> time travel. Yeah, it feels yeah, like they exactly. need to go into that. I mean, uh, it seems on par for me. Let me that. think about this for a while. And I'll, I'm going to get back to you about this one. Did you try to time cop yourself? I don't know. That's why I asked to check if I knew the handwriting, <laughs> because I have his journal. Uh -huh. And I've traveled yeah. with him. I would know his handwriting. It, it is definitely not Mars' handwriting. Oh. Or at least not in the style that you are familiar with that he uses. Was it in my book, anything about this? Because that was from the alternate world. Because I don't think the cube we got was from the alternate world, but the book is. So I definitely uh, the, the book remember mentions, the book. The book mentions an assassin traveling to Waterdeep to assassinate the Chosen of Mistra. But and not failing in the attempt. Okay, great. Uh, there's no if there's no further information, I don't cry. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, with that, now that you have the contents and that is a tantalizing thread for us to tug at later. The sun is just beginning its daily descent beyond the edge of the world as the road finally takes you to the edge of a quiet little town. A decrepit wooden signpost nearby reads, Welcome to Subar! And crudely scratched into the pole just below it, someone has added, Now get out! Along with several okay. images of rude gestures Fair. to drive the point home. I turn on my heels and start walking away. <laughs> Fair point. All right. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? No. Oh, okay. Just gently pull Watt to come back around. <laughs> <laughs> Just in a circle. <laughs> All right. So uh, as you are standing here at the outskirts of town, like you can see, there's nobody. Just nobody ghost town what do you do it, this is a place people live right like like live yes live? yes we we had a request for the champions uh to assist with an ongoing disturbance just a general concern is the general concern that there's no one here yeah well the the request didn't mention that it arrived a few weeks ago yeah, I think garlic's gonna look great. Right. Hey, so travel hey, time. You hey, mean hey, a few hey. weeks before we left? Yes. 
Okay. So I fear this may have been a time as a few ten days. Situation. Excuse me. A few ten days before we left. A few ten Sorry. days. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should check. The Can I just do like a quick snapshot, like perception? Yes. Do the old like computer program in the background. <laughs> CS, just like a good CSI lab scene. Just formulae, just like drifting. Okay, over the passively as a twenty. You want me to see if I do better? Mm, sure. Yeah, roll for it, please. I didn't do. Oh, it was a seven. I thought it was a one. One. Uh, so tw- twelve. 12 actively, 20 passive. <laughs> Gar rolled uh, a, a perception Nothing check. jumps he's, out he's, to you. He's scared. Oh, go ahead. Not scared, but he's like, no one's here. Uh, I got a 16. No one's here. You see no. like... Um, I'm just looking for danger at this point because it looks like a trap, so... There's... You notice some damaged windows and doors. Just like looking from the outskirts in... Uh, you notice um, like some signposts that have just been like pushed over, um, crates and barrels that have just been like opened up, turned on their side, discarded, things like that. They're just general evidence of bad things happened here. Hmm. Do they look like humanoid things or? Really can't tell from this distance. All right. Well, if we're still standing at the edge, I'm going to yeah. be like, well, Subar looks foobar. Let's go in and see what's going on. <laughs> I just start walking. All right. Excellent. Okay, so you uh, you start marching into the ghost town of Subar. Mm-hmm. And at this point, let's see. Who here? Oh, that's definitely going to be what? And then that is also going to be what? And then that is going to be Lauralee. So... Um, good things. Yeah, mm. I, yeah. They, there's some things happening here. There are things happening. Good things. You walk into town, happen. and do you keep together or do you split up? I uh, keep together. I would. Assume. I think we we don't split up, but after getting hit with the fire, because three of us were like up on them's. You keep we, some distance, yeah. just in case. Well, because like <laughs> respectful like, social distancing. Okay. If this is kind of like a western town, I kind of assumed like like maybe we would split up as as far as like going across to separate buildings and looking in through the windows. Here that and works. There. Mm-hmm. Like you're like keeping on the same road within sight of each other. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea that, that Laura Lee would be kind of in the middle of the road, so that way okay. she could keep an eye on the boys. Yeah, as oh, that's forward. cool. That's cool. I like that. Okay, so Lorelei's in the middle. Everyone else is like checking buildings as all four of you go down like one road at a time. Okay, I like that. So as you do so, uh, let's see here. So what uh, you notice an unusually sizable presence of rodents in the area. R-O-U-S-S. I don't think those sized rodents. An unusually or... sizable presence, okay. as in many. Okay. <laughs> Man, many rodents, many rats. Uh, what you also realize uh, that these homes, these buildings in general, have been left untouched for over a month now. Like just because of the, the dust gathering on things. Right. You can tell so, like, oh, no one's been here in a while. How much of a time difference between when Mars got that letter and how long it's been since people have been here. 
you would gauge that it's been two months. Two months since uh, anyone I mean, has been inside this home. I mean, the di like, did Mars get that letter to come help before or after no one had been here for that much time? It seems to reason to you that it would have been about the same time. Yeah. I mean, somebody sent a letter and it took 24 day or, you know, days to get it took to a long time D. for people to get. Down and then Mars sat on it for a couple, 10 yeah. days. Well, and then I'm it took us 24 days to get back. Time to get down. Yeah. <laughs> so, a long turnaround. For there were people here. Not looking great for the first mission. For this well, it's just the difference between assistance <laughs> and a trap. Yeah. Is if someone yes. sent this. But like they sent this after people hadn't been no, it's, there. It's, then and, uh, that's a morally, legit good question. Yeah, that's why I was. I wasn't asking like how long do we buff this up. I meant like oh gotcha. Oh, is this a trap? Am yeah. I able to think this is a trap because well this was sent after? Let me add something else in here. Uh, Loralee, um, tell me this: mm -hmm. Are you proficient in survival and or nature? Uh, <laughs> let's see, survival and or nature. Not and survival. what you may check for this as well, and not nature. No, I'm not that kind of cleric. Fun. <laughs> uh, I am proficient in nature. You are well, and what three for I three for you? Then you get a lot of samples, but for this, I'm also proficient in survival, but your insight is too low for this. Mm. Do you want me to roll? This is a this is a uh, no, your passive insight plus the fact that you are proficient with uh, nature makes you all clear for this so what it's a beautiful uh, thing you recognize also as you are studying the general area that uh there are tracks in the dirt paths around town and studying them reveals medium and small humanoids moving at a fast pace being chased by small animals mm. i will relay that information okay and after you do so can I have found it by a shop and then reached in and grabbed a bowler hat and a duster? Yes. Yes! Absolutely yes. I love that. They're, they're kind of ratty, though. Like, discarded. Yeah. Love it. You could get them stitched up somewhere. Anyone got mending? <laughs> you feel a sudden sinking sensation. Something's not right. Uh, when he mentions... Cue, the the amount of small creatures chasing you know humanoids i'm gonna cast aid on the three boys appreciate it they're just tracks right they're not right there just tracks yeah is this is something that had happened how long mm -hmm. ago do i think it happened the freshest tracks you find are from just a few days ago the most fresh of, the, of, the, of people running like so mm -hmm. Of people running being chased by animals okay so people were this place hasn't been touched in two months but there have been humanoids people running in the streets running in the streets and being chased by copious amount of normal sized rodents from what you can tell now i have another thing to read out here so mm -hmm. you feel a sudden sinking sensation Something's not right, and is as if on cue, a knotted round bundle of dried reeds tumbles past. In its wake, you see the silhouette of a lone figure, the sun to their back, 
standing some distance away. You can just make them out to be a medium-sized humanoid with a lithe build, wearing little or no armor, with a dusty dark blue coat, a crumpled hat, and a long tail, their hands at their side in a readied position. Without a word, the unknown figure's hands move with lightning speed to draw and level a firearm in your direction. The hinges of a flimsy door left open nearby, we'll say at the shop that you're standing at, Watt, creaks in the wind. You hear the drone of a single cricket. Time seems to slow to a crawl in that moment. Do you do anything? <laughs> we, we take our midstream break. Have I seen... <laughs> That's what we do. It's <laughs> time for a midstream break, this. folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have I seen a gun before? <laughs> That's a very good question. It's a very good Pon- ponder that. You, ponder that. While we all take about five minutes to uh, grab some water, uh, mm-hmm. everybody go stretch their legs. Bio break. Um, all right. And we'll be See we'll be back shortly. For the rest of Fistful of Death. Ooh. Welcome back, everyone. To Storyteller Mars presents a Fistful of Death. We are in the second half of the show now, having just come back from our break. Hope everyone's having a cozy good time, and let's get right back in on the action. Cheers. I'm ready for my gunfight now. Good. (laughs) So uh, basically a tumbleweed just went by, a door creaking in the wind. You hear a cricket chirping, and then a lone lithe figure silhouetted against the setting sun steps up and levels a firearm in your direction. I've never seen... Yeah, I've never seen yeah. a crossbow like this, so... Um, this is a weird my, crossbow. Yeah, my danger sense may be going off, but my uh, investigating <laughs> sense is too good. I'm, I'm staring at it, trying to uh, reverse engineer it in my mind. Excellent. So you are not expecting what comes next, then. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, which is a loud bang erupts from the pistol as its shot rips through the air, and streaks toward your party. Uh, there is a shot coming toward you, Watt, and then bang, a second shot immediately coming toward you, Garwar. Uh, were, just... were Watt and I near each other or separate? I've been like picturing you on like opposite sides okay, of the that's road fine. here. Yeah. So okay. one shot coming toward each of you guys. And at this point, uh, it grazes both of you. Um, Garwar, it grazes your left arm. And what? Uh, let's say it... <laughs> sure. It picks your hat off of you that you just put on. Mm-hmm. I love so, hat goes flying off. And then uh, each of you hear a thud from behind you. Garwar and uh, Watt, you hear a thud just behind you. As a thin trail of smoke rises from the barrel, uh, everyone, you see a scrambling flurry of tiny panicked feet from all corners of your vision. They were just like hanging on your periphery, uh, along with a cacophony of startled squeaking. At this point, Watt and Gar, you turn to see the source of that thud behind you, and you see a strange, small, blue humanoid creature with rat-like features dead on the ground, just behind you. Each is clutching an odd patchwork sack. 
you catch a glimpse of a dozen or more rats vanishing around corners in an absolute panic, squeaking through holes in walls and disappearing into burrows. The gunslinger then puts away their weapon and approaches calmly, spurs clicking with each step. And at I... this point, don't mind me. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Okay, now I'm taking this off. All right. Mars is going to put on a I'm putting this off. on. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. Oh, oh my mm -hmm. God. Things are happening. Oh, oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> mm hmm. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> you now see. <laughs> Uh, that she is a tabaxi with yes. hungry eyes. She's got hungry eyes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dust at least, in the at wind. least I'm not the only one that went there. She introduces herself. Her name is Dust in the Wind. That's all we are. I can y'all a new round these parts. Let's mosey over to the tavern for a drink and a jaw. Unless you want to get snatched up like every other tourist that wanders in. Gar Garlock's gonna point at the the. It was blue. It was a blue rat person. That's right. Uh, Garlock's gonna go. I I know this is me weird. Me saying it being the green one, but they're not supposed to be that color, right? No, they are not. Are they? Is it close enough to me? Oh, I can maybe. just scoop one up and meet them into the. Like, I need samples. That's fine. You can pick up those samples and then uh, catch up with the rest of the group. Yeah, that's why my nature is high. So I take samples. Ah, very good. Uh, yeah, those think... asking in the chat, this is not my actual hair. Come on, it's a wig. <laughs> <laughs> you see my guiding hand every week. This is not my hair. This is not my beautiful hair. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> Laura Lee will put her hands down because she instinctively put them up and she'll just be mm. like, by all means then, after you. <laughs> good to see reason in strangers. And uh, she leads the way. Uh, Watt, you gather some samples and then catch up with everyone. All right. So, Dust in the Wind, apparently, she also goes by Dust for short, escorts you to a larger stonework building seemingly fashioned from repurposed pieces of an adjacent ruin. You note smashed windows, scorch marks, and a sign hanging by chains, one broken, one intact, dancing wildly when a gust blows through the street. As it spins to face you, in plain iron lettering, it reads, Winding Way. You follow Dust past the entrance and around the back to a cellar door buried under an illusory pile of debris. Once you're all safely inside the seemingly empty basement of the tavern, Dust produces a harmonica and plays a series of notes. All at once, people start to peek out from behind crates, barrels, and cabinets situated around the room. They appear frightened, miserable, and starving. Ah, so here's the people. <laughs> What's left of them? I've memorized the tones that were made from the harmonica. Ooh, that's fun. I like that. I forget that you have that ability. That is a very interesting ability to have just in general. It's so universally applicable to different situations. I love it. All right. So um, 
Dust reassures uh, the townspeople. And then uh, she asks for Mag. Y'all know where Mag went? Anybody? Don't everyone speak up at once. And without uh, any fanfare, uh, another person rises up from behind a cobwebbed counter in the back. Uh, she is a very old lady. And Dust introduces her as Mag, the owner of the Winding Way Tavern. So uh, at this point, I kind of want to ask, do you guys already know anything about the little town of Suvar? No. I'm going to say Would you like walk to now. roll an intelligence history check to see if your character knows anything about Subar. No, you want it. You want mystery. There's, there's you literally no way Garlic knows anything about this place. Not a That's chance. Cool. Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I wanna. It's an. Option. I'm gonna basically go through my Rolodex of like the things that I'm programmed to know, kind of a thing. Like, mm -hmm. like things that are maybe locked in my dream palace or my brain palace or whatever. I'll, I'll see what I know. Oh, and just checking in, Mars is still with you. He's just been very like. No idea 11. what's going on. You got an 11. Okay. Let's see here. With an 11, Juan, you know that Subar is a lawless town on the tradeway south of Borsker Bridge. Visitors are encouraged to bring weapons to this wretched hive of scum and villainy. Do, does like that... I don't bring weapons where I go anyway. Hmm. I don't this feel not a like friendly that place. I don't feel like that computes with what's happening right now. The mm. fact that the people that are here are together, working together yeah. in a community to keep each other safe. So, I, yeah, given what you know, what, this is weird. That's what pings, yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll question that. Okay. But I'll also ask if I can see Dust's crossbow. And I'm staying by the door and just kind of watching outside while listening. Uh, Dust tells you. You can admire it from afar, stranger. I don't even know your name yet. But can you we'll just that real Can quick. you just hold it? Just I'm Watt two two one B. Can you just hold it like this, and I won't even touch it. Oh sure. And uh, she sits down at a table, gestures for you all to join her, and she does. Uh, at that point, hold out her pistol and level it at you. And I'm just now to the side. Okay, she points at one of the other party members. Always great, keeping great. at least one of you inside Gar of it. I like great. the idea that she yeah, points like... it at Garlock, and then just he like slowly gets closer. Like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like eye right on the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, Mars uh, speaks up, and Mag also sits at the table now. Uh, she has brought over um, cups of water to share with everyone, uh, as well as some uh, vials. You're not sure of what. Um, and also some very stale white bread. And she sets all this down at the table and says, oh dear me, oh, so wonderful to have guests. Oh, I love having guests. And uh, Dust says, well, well, we don't know the details yet, but they know about all of us here. So let's find out if they're friendly. So far, they're all right. And uh, they do have weapons, so maybe they can help us out. And if they can't, Always just send them on their way. So, y'all seem to be a little confused about what's going on here. Do I have that? 
in trouble. Uh, well, I kind of go over what I know to be the case. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you've been overrun with whatever those rodent creatures are. Check. Uh, they've been chasing people out. We assumed killed everybody. Good to know that that's not the case. And I will literally do oh, so anything correct. that you guys want if you'll let me hold your crossbow. Mm-hmm. Not okay. We actually were sent here. Uh, Mars, mm-hmm. do you have the letter by any chance? Oh, yes, of course. Uh. And he um, scrambles <laughs> for one of his many, many bags that you guys are carrying. Is it here? No. Uh, this, mm-hmm. He's trying to locate it. It seems that uh, he has organized his things very poorly, but he is investigating his own supplies to try to recover the single piece of paper that you have requested him to find in all of his many belongings that he has brought. Yeah. And from the door, <laughs> I just override that. I'm like, look, we got a letter that said people wanted help here. We came. It took a while. There was a chimera, but we're here. These are at least smaller things to deal with. So hopefully there aren't oh, lots of chimeras here letter. too. You got the letter. Fantastic. Well, then I presume you represent the champions then? Uh, I don't know, Dust, you should ask Mars. I'm like an advanced team. And at this we're point, like Mars is the kind other of like, champions. Ah! You know, the other ones. Uh, busy. Champion adjacent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're what you've we're, got. We, we know them. We know of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so like, <laughs> Good Garlock, enough. Garlock means this in, like, the best way possible, despite mm-hmm. how it's going to sound. It's like, the champions are like, like apples and we're more of an onion. Yeah. We've got yeah, layers. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean... Oh, at that, at that, uh, Mag says, oh, of course, and hands Garlock one of the vials that she's carrying, and as you, like, get, like, bring it close to your face, it smells of onion juice. <laughs> just gonna start pure sipping. onion juice. You just oh, manifest. <laughs> uh, the people around that, are just around the basement here, are looking on, like, oh, hungry, want... Like, do we as still if this have is any the, the last of their provisions or something? Do you have any of the meat we, we got? Oh. Definitely. Yeah. But I'll it's up give to you, you all of our meat if you let me see your crossbow. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to stop me. I want that crossbow. All of it. Maybe not all of she, it. She's willing to take that deal after you help her save the town. And at that, she explains that uh, she has essentially set herself up here as the Sheriff of Subar. So she's well, the SOS. As far as you know, Subar Got has it. no... Um, yeah, she's the SOS. Subar has no government um, protecting force, any authority figures of any kind. So this is just a, a self-styled station that she has set herself up in. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. I came here looking for a good time, place to lay low, and what I found was the people in trouble. So I thought, well, what the hey? Might be fun for a grip. Why not? So here I am, Sheriff of Subar, and I plan to uh, correct the little uh, issue that's going on in here. Now, if you'd be so keen as to provide assistance in that regard, then of course I'd be willing to let you take a look at uh, 
this beautiful baby right here. Garlock hmm? lights his hands on fire and just goes, just point me in the direction. Is there more to this? I mean, we're getting like more than just attitude. letting him look at, at that, right? When well, I mean, we came down here with some other reason in mind, and I look at Mars like glaring. There was some other like thing we were coming to do here than just look at this person's well, weapon, see, right? Yes, as, um, yes, the general disturbance uh, that the letter reported. Um, I, I, su I suppose that was in regard to your um rat problem yeah but, but what I, was what was sense. the payment <laughs> that we were supposed to be getting was there a payment mars <laughs> <laughs> well, um yes there was um there there was mention of um property actually and now it starts to make sense why mars seems Just to have everything true. he owns Oh, you. Mm. All right. Well, we're here. <laughs> Howdy, Sheriff. Good to finally fully meet you. This is what we came here to do anyways, so I suppose let's get to it, yeah? All right, then. That's the kind of spirit I respect. People <laughs> of action. So, let's talk about what we know, what we don't know. Here's what we know. This town has been overrun with rats. Not just rats, big ones, small ones, funny looking ones, and um, shape-shifting ones. Y'all folks heard of were-rats? Oh yeah, no, I've dealt with them. Good. Then you can save me the trouble of having to explain all that. So Subar's always had a were-rat presence, from what I understand, talking to the locals here, but they've never been organized. They're organized. That's alarming. So what we have here, some kind of were-rat gang that's been organized under some common goal to completely taken over the town. They have taken all the food, all the valuables, they have committed all kinds of atrocities all over this town and all over these people's lives, just trampling over these poor innocent people's lives. A lot of them cough as she says the word innocent. Uh, <laughs> arguably innocent lives. They've also you may taken notice there's not the a lot of people in here. They have been taking people. Now, I don't know why. I don't know what happens to them, but the rats roll up and the people are taken away. They sneak up on them when they're not suspected it and off they go. They got these bags, magic bags that they're sneaking up on and catching you over the head and then swallowing you up and dragging you home, wherever that is. And sometimes when I shoot one down in the dirt of the ground, they turn into, um, well, I suppose what they're supposed to look like, which is those funny, mean, blue looking ones. No idea what that is. And at this point, um, would anyone like to roll an intelligence history or arcana to try to identify these creatures? I would love 20, to attempt. 21 <laughs> history. 21 history. Okay. Hey, I got an 18 arcana. Nice. 
And how about religion? If anyone wants to try that. You a uh, religious sort, Garlock? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big no. Well, in that case. So um, that was, um, what was the history again? 18, was this your result? 18, thank you. That was a 21 Arcana? No, I'm sorry. History was 21, Arcana was... History was 21? Yeah. Arcana was... Okay, so... Okay, backwards. Got it. All right, so in that case... Uh, all right, you guys do know what rare rats are. They are one of many types of lycanthropes, which are humanoids that have been afflicted with a curse that grants them the ability, willing or not, to transform into a beast or a bestial hybrid form. In this case, that of a rat. Rare rats in particular are cunning, wiry and sly. They can sometimes come together to create a clan that often functions in the same manner as a thieves' guild. And finally, were-rats are agile, can see in darkness, have a keen sense of smell, and like all acanthropes, they are resilient to all weapons but those made from or coated in silver. Okay. Now, as for the little mean blue creatures, your uh, 18 arcana is enough to recognize that uh, this is a kind of magical humanoid rare. These are Zvarts, Loralee. Oh. Zvarts are small, blue, patchy-haired humanoids that mainly live in remote, isolated communities. They are able to communicate with all types of bats and rats. Huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I explain this out loud. <laughs> Mars, Dust, and Mag all go, huh. So, all right. Um, I'm just I've standing never... by the door looking out, like just listening to this and just shaking my head slowly. <laughs> so I've what you're saying is we have, we, have, we have not just a rat incursion, but what were they called? Uh, Svart? Svart? From the door. <laughs> All right. You got a bad case of the Svarts. <laughs> yep. All right. Great. Sure. Why not? What else could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it really right. stinks. Uh, I checked. The, it really is pronounced Svart. Svart. <laughs> mm -hmm. Svart. X-V-A-R-T, by the way. Ah, yeah, that mm -hmm. would be yep. Spark. <laughs> this this is a, this is canon creature in the Forgotten Realms. Did a lot of research for this. <laughs> All right, so dust is um just just taking that in like this is an an entire type of humanoid that she has just never encountered, and it's somehow connected to this problem that's going on. All right, so they're little mean rat talking people. And we still have no idea their motives then, huh? Doesn't sound like it. Okay. Uh, I mean, you so, call so them a gang. I have shot everyone dead that I've encountered. Well, usually when you want to find out someone's motivations for something, you keep one of them alive. Yep. <laughs> yep. So that leads me to my next question. Y'all want to help me catch a rat? I'll have sure. to see your. I'll have to see your crossbow first. <laughs> Not really, but we're already here. 
All right. So uh, if, 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 it, if it buys your uh, allegiance to the problem, uh, Watt, then she rolls her eyes and says, all right, fine, and tosses you the pistol. But I want that back unharmed. Well, you need our help. We don't need yours. So I'll start like put it, taking it apart. Just, not taking it apart, apart, but I start looking. Like <laughs> she I is mortified. <laughs> like a deft jeweler, I'm I'm studying this thing. And okay, then I'm that's like, better. Close it back up. Spin the barrel. Hand <laughs> it back. I now know everything about this thing. Yes, you do, and I'm okay with that. All right, you pass it back. All right, that wasn't so bad. Here, I thought do you were just going to rob me blind. Do we have any silver? I ask our party. Do we bring any? Mars, you have literally everything you own. Oh, no, wait. Dust, I do. quick question. Dust, quick question. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. no, well, never mind. Mars, do you have any silver? This is the rest of the show, folks. Uh, yes, I can uh, just check real quick. Um... Oh, actually, mm. yes. And he 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 hefts up like a sack of silver coins. Oh man! All right, I'm you can gonna melt take these down. Time. Yep, I'm gonna melt them down and using my uh, my jeweler's tools and stuff. I'm gonna coat our weapons in uh, silver. I probably won't coat. Uh-huh. Um, I won't coat. Uh, Gar's axe because I don't think I know that he wouldn't I, be nope do anything nope so <laughs> I guess I'm the only one that really carries weapons I will coat my weapons with silver I'll take okay. it on my rapier nice. I will coat it and and it's beautiful I've got a jeweler's kit um, deft hands um, and I'll even no make luck. I'll make some bullets for the gun and coat them oh. in silver oh. and hand them to dust. Kind of as like a little bit of a flex that I figured out her weapon. And yeah, she uh, she smirks and gives you like a, a very respectful nod. She's starting to come around on you. All right. So I will say, mm-hmm. uh, Mars DM question. I mean, I do, yes. I do, uh, I do carry Smith's tools. I am proficient in them. I could mm-hmm. do my own, but I wouldn't let somebody else <laughs> touch my axe. Well, that's fine then. Right. If you'd like to, to do do this for your own weapons. Yeah. And this, this you guys doing this whole process will be like, as you are Downtown. discussing and planning things. Yeah. It's a montage. Dust is, is saying like, all right. So well, I take some do it, time to do it, but my, p- my arm's sore. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, then we need a plan. How do y'all propose we catch one of these? I'll go stand outside and wait for one to try and kidnap me. I have one of their I like that plan. That I'm in. I have one of their sacks that they use to their magic sacks that they use to scoop people up. Oh good. We've been calling them grab bags. Okay, well I've been calling them ball sacks. <laughs> no. 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 Grab no. Bag. no I got not... a grab bag. Okay. Good. Yeah. Mm. I like the so, goblins idea. You seem uh, particularly um, snatchable. Small. I've been told that compact. before. A few times. <laughs> All right, then. So you're a professional at this particular sort of interaction, then, standing out as bait. 
Okay. Oh yeah. Back and I'm a professional. Boss, I was used for bait all the time. I'm a professional at using him as yeah. bait. So makes a good team. <laughs> all right. So uh, I suppose a plan is hatched. Um, and very conveniently that Watt also has one of the grab bags that could possibly be employed for this. Mm-hmm. So uh, the plan is hatched for Garlock to go stand out in the road as bait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how do you guys want to be like positioned for this? Dust says uh, that they're probably going to sneak up from behind Garlock. That's what they usually do. Wherever we put them, they're probably going to come from behind. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, he was planning on just standing literally in the center of the main road. Okay. Are you trying to attract attention or just. Oh, don't worry. Behind? He'll do that. Great. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, Dust is going to take up a position on a nearby rooftop and just kind of like lay down, have her pistol out, like pointed in your general direction. She's got a tarp over her trying to stay hidden. Is this going to be happening at uh, night? Oh, this is happening right now. you want it to happen. (laughs) Well, we had to take time, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have taken a while for us to do the smithing stuff, so probably the evening. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Because we would want him hanging out there, but we would want to be, like, attempting to hide in shadows to spring out and catch whatever. Could I make myself look like a chief? I don't know. Can Does like a uh, power down? Maybe. Uh, give me a look like a mannequin in, in the check. in the store. Or yeah, yeah. I'll look like I'll I'll look like a store mannequin wearing stuff. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's good. There are now. <laughs> look back in that. No. No. no yeah, no, like no, people no. are selling Just... their stuff out. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like along the side there. Okay, okay. Yeah, along the sides okay. of their shops. That's fun. I like that. You you just set up mannequins like out in out in the road. Yeah. Yeah, like like they do on... actually want. Yeah, they're like, hey, come on, get her get her clothes. You know. Yeah, right. like not, not in the road, killing. but like down the mm-hmm. line of stores, yeah. like right out, like you know, like come in and buy. Okay, our stuff. gotcha. Look at this. That's and that's I... fantastic. I actually I really like that. <laughs> Watch just living statuing out here amongst them. That's good. Um, give me a, a deception roll, please. Charisma deception. See, like, how well you can uh, pretend to be something you're not. Looking to think if I can uh, cleverly explain why I could use something else, but I can't think of it. Uh, I- I'm guessing I'm getting help from the town from the town of, like, dressing up right so I could get advantage, maybe? Um, let's see. Dust would be willing to help you. She's definitely done something like this before. Okay. She's good at deception. First roll is a two. Second roll is a nine. I'm down for this, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, when when is when she's done helping you, uh, you ask her like, so how does it look? Is it great? It looks great. You're gonna do great. Just, just try to stand still. That I can do. <laughs> <laughs> just power down. <laughs> rest mode. I think cool. I have an idea. <laughs> oh, speak up. Uh, I can cast Leoman's tiny hut, and from the outside, you, it, you can't really 
see it, but from the inside, we can see out. So I was thinking casually me and Gar be literally right next to Garlock inside the hut. Oh. So cool. we're like... So you could just be there. Instantly. Immediately within five feet of him. That's good. Okay. And I think we should probably do it at night, and I will give the three boys and Dust eyes of night so they can mm. also share my 300 feet dark vision. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. you can see forever. Yeah, twi yeah. Twilight clerics are amazing. <laughs> so you're, you're is not it so far. You're not giving that to, oh, three boys. Yeah, okay, good. Like, I was going to say, double I don't length I could understand, but that's like five times normal dark vision. <laughs> that's amazing. You're welcome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Twilight Cleric's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. just establish like the night is not a problem. Uh, and another reason why we wanted to do this at night. Yeah. Yeah. For his part, um, Mars is actually going to, um, at this point, um, save me a lot of trouble and elect to stay behind with the survivors because these are people that are in desperate need of clerical attention. Yeah. So he's going to do that. Yeah, he starts yeah. doing their taxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, you, you don't have a deductible uh, this year. Um, <laughs> a terrible shame. Ooh. It, it, it says here right your occupation is career criminal? Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, so so Garwar and Lorelei are going to be in the hut, uh, mm -hmm. five feet away from me, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, Watt's going to be off just mannequin. Pretending to be a mannequin, which is really great. <laughs> yeah, Dust will be on a roof. Okay, so, so at night... Um, <laughs> Yeah, how do you start this whole thing off? Because you're you're the star of the show right now, Garlock. Garlock is going to shoot a firebolt straight up into the air. <laughs> okay. And then and then go, oh no, that was my last spell slot. Stupid <laughs> me. And then he's gonna turn to face the tiny hut and just be like, Well, I'll be ready for anything. Only facing really? this part of the road. Cause I know behind me is safe. I'm sorry. That's great. Are you gonna make me need to get my inhaler? That's fantastic. Shall I roll a deception check? Yeah. Anyone who like looks up to see like dust like hanging over the edge of a roof, like she just like goes limp for a moment and then collects herself again and takes aim again. Yeah, go ahead and give me a deception, buddy. You've got like really good charisma, right? So you're gonna. Uh, yeah, it's a dirty Sorcerer. twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, sure. Let me just roll in general for the entire Werat clan. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see how this actually plays out now. Uh, so let's see here, Garlock. I see your your passive perception is ten. Is that correct? what? What is passive perception? My passive. <laughs> My passive <laughs> perception's really good, though. Yours, yeah, no. like, I'm out. Also, is again, I'm facing the hut to which I'm assuming they're facing me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. purposefully well, faced the hut and been like, I'm just standing this way. <laughs> Don't mind me. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So, uh, Watt, then, you are the first to notice approaching, uh, and they are just completely ignoring the mannequins uh, every now and then one of them looks over and uh imagine a rat with a raised eyebrow but then turns away and ignores it and keeps up with the rest of the group so there's just like a, a group of about six rats 
Uh, and one of them is um, a bit of a blue tinge to their fur. And uh, they are kind of darting in and out of alleys around uh, any like obstacles, crates, barrels, um, sometimes going over rooftops and then back down walls and then like across the road. They're taking an extremely roundabout route to get over to Garlock, but eventually they do. And while you, you just see them coming up behind Garlock. And, I'm uh, clocking the blue one. That's uh, okay. basically it. That's all my focus is on the blue one. At this point now, um, uh, well, actually, uh, Lorley, um, can you and Garwar see out of your tiny hut? Yes. Yes, we okay. can. Then at this point, you also see uh, the rat pack that is uh, sneaking up behind Garlock. And they just, they just look like normal rats. One of them's kind of blue. They're walking up like this. And then <laughs> you see them like all like hulk out essentially <clears throat> and raise up. And now they are in their hybrid bestial forms. They are indeed were rats. One of them, again, blue fur, is uh, holding a stitched together patchwork bag and is just like tiptoeing up behind Garlock. Good raising thing I'm the not bag, looking like, behind opening me. The hole Anything could just, happen. Like, slowly lowering the the bag, the open bag down over his head. Yeah, and I throw an axe at its face. There well, we go. I, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna try to. I was. It took me a while because I was debating. Hmm. If it, if anyone mm, wants mm. to just launch into but, readied actions, this is a good time. So I'm gonna try yes. to swoop him with the bag. So right. Garlock or uh, Garwar jumps out of the hut just no, before. I don't have to jump out. Nope. No, no, I just I, throw I the axe out. Okay, that's oh. even better. That <laughs> happens sure. just before Garlock was gonna drop a uh, uh, orb from the necklace of fireballs. Yeah, this is my hand. Yeah, <laughs> that was this is my hand axe. plan. If the bag went too far over. <laughs> it's getting the sun bag's getting Start real low over there, fella. Yeah. The bag's yeah. getting real low. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh Laura's gonna to cast a spell. Mm -hmm. What do you cast, she, Laura She's gonna cast Moonbeam. <laughs> okay. Tell us what uh, that does, please. Yeah. For anyone uh, in the audience her, who doesn't know. Her eyes will go black, and as the moon is above. <laughs> Silvery beam of pale light shines immediately down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot mm. high cylinder centered on a point within range, pretty much right behind Garlock. So he's going to moon fry these rats then. Yeah, so right. it, it's engulfed in a ghostly an flame. And, and Watt's like charging out to get at them. Uh, and... I think my, my action will be a, a goblin disengage. Okay. <laughs> Super runaway. Yeah, runaway plus. Yeah. With so Moonbeam, I had a, by the way, a shape changer is disadvantage with that saving throw. Oh snap! You are particularly equipped for this adventure, Lorelei. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I should have looked at your spell list when I was coming up with this. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I had right. a twenty-four to hit with my hand axe. Yeah, buddy. Just, That's gonna hit yeah. an unsuspecting mm. wear at. Good. Okay. <laughs> So you throw your axe at it, and that's going to go through. Um, Laura Lee is also going to be channeling Moonbeam here. And what you said you wanted to do something as well? I, originally, I wanted to try to catch the one that was trying to catch Garlock in the in the sack that I have grabbed, the grab bag mm -hmm. that I have. I wanted to take the one trying to take Garlock so we could question him. But I think well, you certainly axe, still could. 
Well, I think a hand axe and a moonbeam is going to disintegrate. <laughs> well, did, did, didn't you say that there were they several might. of these yeah, figures? Like, there's there's a rabbit different one. At least of six. the blue ones. Just how many one of the blue blues? Ones. Right, that's the is, one we need. Is the blue one holding the bag? Yes. 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 Okay. Well, it's going to have an axe in the face, uh, but that okay. was only six damage. So. Right. It's well, more of a stunning strike. Stop it from lowering the bag. <laughs> yeah, it's just a distraction so you can drop your own bag mm-hmm. on it. Like it is the it just it drops the bag. <gasps> and can I try it? to get that in before the moonbeam oh, hits? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not sure if it's gonna work after the moonbeam. So let's let's do yours then. <laughs> yeah, go for it. My it's I can move it so that it's it works. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's going to be like a contested strength something or other, and that's not going to do great for me, but... Right? Isn't that... I mean, I'm trying to Mm -hmm. grab it with a bag. Sure. What what is that a roll? Well, uh, it's actually a saving throw on my part. Because I actually have this item statted out. Oh. Oh. Imagine that. Glad I grabbed one. Me? Prepared? Oh. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw here. Pass. Thank goodness. Okay, so <laughs> uh, the were-at, the blue rare-at, uh, does notice the bag coming down uh, as the uh, the axe, like, takes it in the in the shoulder, and it, like, just uh, goes back, and it looks up, and it sees a bag coming down over it, <laughs> so it just willfully drops to the ground, rolls and stands back up very quickly and draws a knife. Ah. And then gets hit by a moonbeam? And then immediately gets hit by a moonbeam. Yeah. <laughs> um, so save how's that gonna go? Alright. Uh, dexterity? Con. Uh, con save. Con- oh, great. With yeah. disadvantage, please. Yeah, everyone knows famously where rats have an excellent constitution. <laughs> oh, Okay, that's going to be a nat 20 for the blue one. Ah, biscuits. That was a disadvantage? It is not. Thank you. With the disadvantage, I rolled a six. All right. So even with my pluses, that's going to be a no. So you got me on that one. Let's check for the rest. (laughs) All right. A two. (laughs) I'm rolling up all the other ones together as as one collectively. So yes, they all failed. A six level two. I love it. 17 in radiant damage. Oh, gosh. Okay, hold on. Do they survive that? <laughs> all we need is the blue one. <laughs> all you all you need is blue. I mean, we can choose to do... Well, no, I guess maybe with radiant you can't 17, you said? Mortal damage. I said yeah. 17, yeah. Okay. Uh... They are all, uh, I'm not, not a huge fan of 4th edition, but I will say that I, I like that they have the term uh, bloodied to represent under half. They are all bloodied, all of them. So, cool. yeah, they just, your moonbeam shoots down from the heavens. They were Great. not prepared for that. Uh, <laughs> and at that point, um, they, I suppose, are rolling for initiative. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I think, the, I think it's about that time. Ooh. Ooh. That was a diagonal. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no. Mogar. This isn't great. I had a great plan too, but my initiative failed me. Yeah, but my did glasses it? back did on. It? I can't see anything when I have oh, my it glasses. Did. It did. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, jeez. Uh, all right, so, um, Garlock, what'd you get for initiative? 18. Oh, that's good. Okay. And Garwar? Three. Oh, oh that's not as good. <laughs> and Lorley? 21. Oh. Blackjack. And one. <laughs> Blackjack. Uh, 14. Okay. I just want to shout out one of the comments. Uh, sung in a blues jazzy style. It's a marvelous night for a moonbeam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good. Marvelous Hi. night. Uh, and okay, then there's oh, Dusty's roll. Oh, okay. Not fantastic, but not the worst. And oh, I just remembered something my go. character could do. Oh yeah. <laughs> I could give someone advantage in their initiative role before mm-hmm. time, and I definitely would have gotten Watt because he he was the one that was like trying yeah. to bag a man. That's true. Mm-hmm. Should I roll? Yeah, that's fine. Get advantage. Yep. Still fourteen. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, um, we are now in initiative and. This is essentially a chase scene. If you've ever read a chapter eight in the Dungeon Master's Guide, then maybe you've read through how chase scenes work. Your objective is to catch, not necessarily kill. So how do you want to play this out? Starting with Laura Lee. The I Rat Pack like... is all completely caught off guard and they're all at least half health. I would like to adjust my moonbeam so that way using my action, mm-hmm moving it so it has as many of them as I can sans blue one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can definitely do that. And then uh, pretty much how it works. Yeah, how it works is that when they start their turn there, okay, uh, then they'll have to make the save again. Oh, fun! Yeah, this (laughs) lasts for a minute. The first round. A minute? Yeah. Lorelei's just moon microwaving an entire group of rats. Okay. She did not come to mess around. Laser. Well then, uh, Garlock. Um, Next. how far away is uh the blue blue dude from me? Because I did it's directly disengage. in front of you. Oh yeah, behind you. Okay. Um, then I think what I'm gonna do because we want to take this dude alive, and Garlock doesn't Rapidly. have alive spells. <laughs> um. So I think what he's gonna do is he is gonna pull out his dagger and bop this dude on the head as hard as he can with the back with the hilt. I love it. Okay. Good. Please give me that attack roll. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, get, let Let me see what this looks like because I've never done that. Okay. That's not not bad. Not this is technically like an improvised attack because this is not how the weapon is meant to be used so that would be disadvantage but also they were not expecting you to be aware of them coming up on you so i would say (laughs) that you have counter ambushed them and so you would have advantage so it kind of cancels out 25 yeah 25 (laughs) (laughs) to bop it with a dagger bop it all right well you bopped it yeah Uh, you you boop the snoot uh, what what do I what do I do for for damage? Oh, just give me the regular dagger damage. Okay. Whatever you'd normally roll. 
I, I rolled the, the max possible. I got seven points of knockout damage. All right. Is it and silver? the blue rat goes down. <laughs> well, it's, he's unconscious. That's all we needed. No, it's perfect. I just lo I love the idea of this goblin just going. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what made a good point? Is the blunt end of your dagger silver? I mean, it probably wouldn't be, but this is more of a cranial thing than an actual damage thing. True. Because mm -hmm. I I don't know would, would a would does it require the wall to be silver to knock someone out? <laughs> Do you need a silver wall to knock out a werewolf? Uh, <laughs> I mean, how, I mean, how deep pretty into metal, this are we going to go? I mean, uh, it is yeah. pretty metal. Let's not be, let's not. Anyway, here's Silverwall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this happen because it's just it's too funny to not have Garlock just immediately lights out this where at. And I'll just stumble under the hole of the bag. There we go, and it just like uh, just falls backwards directly into Watt's grab bag. And I'm just all like, all right, kill the rest. <laughs> just tie that up and we're done. <laughs> all right, that's Garlock. Uh, what? You got a bag uh, with a rat in it. You've got a bag of rats. I heard kill the rest. Does the bag cinch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it cinches up after, like, of its own accord after oh. the creature goes into it. Well, I'm sure that they deal with people trying to get out of it all the time, and it's very difficult. So I'll just put it to the side. All right. And listen to Gar. Just start <laughs> popping it. I, I would be careful not okay. to go into the moonbeam, just as a just as a heads up. <laughs> he, sure. He sure. I think we I didn't. You use that before. I think, I think so. Yeah. We've also been trained together. You've so been training yeah. together. You should be aware of each other's abilities at this point. Yeah. First hit is a natural 19, 26. Okay. I'm just gonna roll my definitely gonna hit attacks. Yep. All right. Uh, fourteen. Yep, that's gonna hit. More than fourteen. Seven, eighteen. So yes, that will. Okay, yes. Um, nine damage. What's your, what's your minimum damage when you attack one? Uh, five. And your weapons are silvered, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then you take out three rats. Yeah, I think that's why I wasn't going to... They were already they... doing bad. Yeah. Are they... Not particularly tough creatures, where rats. Do they look like, since we caught their thing, they're going to try to bail out? Oh, yeah. Okay, then I'm going to just grab the bag and start heading towards... All right. Uh, it's Dust's turn, and she just, like, stands up on the rooftop, like, Really? Why couldn't y'all been here sooner? Yeah, this wasn't hard. <laughs> I've been, I have been working these streets scheduling for a month or more. Scheduling I've can lost be really difficult. Time. <laughs> she just hops down off of the roof and lands. She's a cat lady, so just lands and stands up and done and dusted. All right, let's pack up back to the tavern, y'all. Did you say done and dusted? You use your own name in your call sign? Mm -hmm. Maybe. 
Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh. All right, let's go lock this up. <laughs> Good. Good. She, that she was you, Dust. That. that was you, Dust. Here's your gun. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Um, well, uh, <laughs> do you do you guys dispatch the rest of the were-rats or let them scurry yes. away? You, yeah. Okay. As okay. soon as their turn They're starts. They, I think that's they pretty have... safe. They're dead with the moonbeam, yeah. Yes. As soon as their turn begins, with those who are still there have like five or less hit points left, and they are oh, yeah. done. All right. <laughs> so with that, you guys pack up back to the tavern. Now, you have a rat in a bag. What do you do with it? Give it the dust. The age-old question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I, it you, hasn't been um, bothering my town. I hand it to dust. Yeah, all right, sure. She takes the bag, and um, uh, there's a side room in the in the basement here. She. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we just prepare to restrain it and question it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going to ambush it. It's not going to have a whole lot of chance yeah. here. So you guys, like, position yourselves in the room, and Dust is in there, too. And then, like, unceremoniously just dump out the contents of the bag, which is just a blue wear at, looking very surprised and worried. Uh, and at this point, the blue wear at like very quickly judges its situation and then um, coughs. <coughs> I don't want any trouble. Bit late for that. Okay, fair. I was following orders. Mm, that's not a valid excuse. Yeah, that's that guy. Have mercy on a poor, desperate individual down on his luck. I do have a question. question. No, I do have a question. Mm. 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 Go ahead, what? The people you took, are they all alive? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there wouldn't be any good dead. And they're safe. They're not harmed or hurt. Oh, yeah, for now. Yeah. Okay. How you end up after this conversation going to have a lot to do with how they are. Yeah, but, you know, I I wasn't born yesterday. I'm kind of aware of what's going on here. Um, nah, no see way what you did I there. getting out of this room <laughs> without making some friends. So, uh, uh, my name's Pim. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. How are we doing this? Uh, are, are, just a just a general question. Are you all like all of you in a guild? Or a union? Uh, it's, it's a clan. clan. Okay, we're, so it's not just, a union. Okay. Uh, I don't like no, breaking no. up unions. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, no. We're, we're, no. You don't got to worry about union <laughs> busting around here. Okay. No. All right, then have at him, folks. Oh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait, I got a lawyer. <laughs> not in this town, you don't. Well, where, where are you keeping... Where are you keeping them, the the villagers? Right. Um. So we got an underground layer. We're we're, we're rats. It's always stands to reason. Yeah. Um. We got a pit in the layer. We throw all the bags in the pit. I didn't ask the what do you do. I said show us on this map over here how to get to your lair. How many people oh. there are at your lair? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. There's. Literally dozens of us. I can't count very high. I'm not sure. Um, 
That being said, I can point on the map. Um, okay, so where is the tavern on the map here? Could you just, like? It's at that little thing that's right marked. There. You are here. It's like right there. Oh, okay. So then, um, and Pim, the way rat, puts his finger squarely on that dot and moves it about an inch. Right here. But like down. Is there an entrance, Pim? Uh, there, there's a lot of holes, a lot of burrows that um, we can fit in because, you know, squeak squeakums. Uh, but you guys probably not yet. Uh, Gar, Gar, I think Garlic's just uh, gonna narrow his eyes and just go, "Why?" Oh, uh, cause um, uh, I, okay, okay. So Suba, Old Town, right? Um, and this is just what I've heard. Uh, this tavern was built with the stones from the adjacent ruin. Okay, that ruin. It's called the Black Abbey. It's an old temple of Bane. But, but, a lot of people don't know this. Very old temple used to be for Razavoy. Can I do a religion check? Yes, you can. <laughs> and Garlock's going to go, I know some of those words. Okay, that's 13 plus 3. That's going to be a 16. Okay. The first Zvarts were clones of Razavort a fiend that stole a crystal of godly power from the demon prince Grast. Many Zvarts are driven to do his evil bidding against their will. Oh, boy. Okay. It's the so, god of rats. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing. I've been playing a lot of Vermintide. I'm here for this. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Allie, cool. Loralee, shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, smart. Excellent. D D Warhammer or D D Gar is down for this. Warhammer Gar is down for this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, all of me is here. All right. So, uh, essentially, what's going on here, as Pim explains, is that uh, the Werats have been capturing all of the people in town to sacrifice in a great ritual for summoning their god Razavort. Mm. Yeah, we got to stop the material that. plane. Yeah, like. Quickly, maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyone got a shovel? <laughs> you got a moonbeam. Doesn't do crap against I mean, dirt. they've got to have a path to get down there. We just take their path. Yeah, okay. We, we, we have a slightly larger tunnel. You know that sign out there that says get out? Just, you know, just pop up that sign. and that, That's how we, we drag the bags in. Yeah. There we go. All right. Guard just starts uh, heading for the door. Uh, Garlock is going to ask one more question. Question. Yeah. Can the people be hurt while they're in the bags? Like, what's happening? To nope. They're safe in oh, the we, bags? We've tried. Okay. So, I, what, so what you're saying other is... Other ones have tried, not me. What you're saying is, is if, you know, just, you know, off the top of my head, like a fireball went off around it, they would be fine. Oh, yeah, Probably. Good, good. You have a nice day. Why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Am I good to go, officers? Uh... I scoop him in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. the he's going back plan. in the bag and he's staying in the bag. Yeah, while we go deal with this. Fire. Yeah. All right. Get this with fire. Test it. 
We'll hit it with a firebolt. Okay, the bag is destroyed, and the <gasps> wear rat falls out. <gasps> okay, but he's cool. Yeah, okay. So you get you get you get one shot. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Hell yeah. So let's uh fast forward, you guys head out to the outskirts, pop up that sign, find a big tunnel, and you gotta squeeze. Most of you I mean, uh, garlic. Two fine, of us actually. don't have to. You might want to take point. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I like, I like Gar, the you're idea probably that, fine that, too. That Garwar just little. like pulls his arms in, leans over, and just like <laughs> falls down like a statue through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his, I'm used to I'm used to underground tunnels. <laughs> I'm used to underground tunnels. All right, not a big so deal. So you you get down in there, and at uh, at this point. Um, you come out to what appears to be an underground chamber deep beneath Subar. There's no light here. Not a problem, probably, no. for you guys. You uh, how long there. does that vision last? An hour. Oh, yeah. We're yeah, good. you're fine. Uh, by the way, Gar, you have the initiative bonus now. Oh, nice. that's good. <laughs> uh, Give it there to are the several tank. tunnels yeah. leading away from this room, and there's a putrid smell that is drawing your attention to one wall against which you see several buckets supporting a ladder laid flat topped with various cloths. Given that and the additional food stores that you see, you surmise that this particular room is used as a larder. Uh, mm-hmm. And that um, you see um, several rats scurrying around, but they seem to not be paying you any attention. And so uh, at this point, um, do you have the wear rat with you? Yeah. No. No, you left mine. And I'm in front, shield out, axe out. Right. Normal uh, dwarven routine for moving through a tunnel quickly okay. to get to a uh, not necessarily being quiet. Dwarves don't need to be quiet. They just right. move. That's what we're doing. So um, there's group. only one no. other chamber. Oh, Dust is with you. She's not okay. missing this. She is living for this. That's fine. Do, do, do we want to be loud? Do we want to like pull them, pull them to us? I'm a walking piece of armor. There isn't okay. quiet but, going on. But, Behind Garwar, Garlock is going, bring out your bags! <laughs> Bag check. There's only Bag one check. other one other chamber in this whole complex. Like, they don't expect guests. So you find what appears to be an underground theater with tiered seats of molded stone facing a large stonework stage. And its center is a yawning pit and muffled moans can be heard echoing out from its depths. Precious gems, coins, and miscellaneous treasures are scattered about the stage. As you are taking in the scene, you hear a booming voice that drips with malice echo throughout the chamber. Ah, my lord spoke of your rival. All is as was foreseen. Just then, a larger, older were-rat wearing an embroidered robe leaps from a balcony above the stage, drops down, and takes a bow. Welcome, dear guests, to your doom. <laughs> Welcome, and I to just charge Fireball. him. I just <laughs> charge him. Yeah, he was going to do a whole villain. I know this. Right. Nah, I know how this <laughs> goes. I charge him. Garlock fireballs over my shoulder. This is standard operating procedure for this group. This, this is, is amazing. Yeah. Yep. In yep. fact, you know what? It's such yeah. standard operating procedure that we've practiced this to the point <laughs> that yes. Garwar knows how to use my fireball as a distraction to yes, get yes, advantage yes, 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 yes. on that attack. God, mm-hmm. I love team attacks. That's the whole reason you have this patron ability. I am a sucker for team attacks. If uh, if you will let me flavor it, I think I have a thing. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I'm just going to run in and attack. Um, and let me give the... Uh, you see that pit here, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's just in the middle of the stage, like behind him right now. Yeah, that's going to be a, a 21 to hit. So yep. I'm hoping that hits. Oh, I really got to drive up the stats of these things. <laughs> you don't, though. I think you did that last time. <laughs> You really don't. So yeah, uh, that's going to be... Oh, sorry. I scrolled off the damage. Uh, seven damage. Okay. On the first one. Uh, it's going to be a 24 to hit on the second one. So that's... Yep. Uh, 10 more damage. Uh, I picture this like he had just opened his mouth again to start monologuing and then... <laughs> <laughs> just garor out of nowhere not a good not a giving him a chance yeah um and then i am uh that second one he's got to make a mm-hmm. wisdom saving throw oh boy what's the dc 14 that's a fail okay so that's goading attack he has disadvantage on all attack rolls other than targeting me sure okay great and i will and i will just brace up right there and be like, you talk too much. Come do this. <laughs> now, uh, and just Garlock, glare I at think him. Your, your half of that team attack. What is that? Fireball. Just chucking a, just a good old fireball. That would have hit on my way in. So I would have been racing into the flames that were roiling out from that, really which is cool. why I, I yeah. hit him. All right. That's What's amazing. the DC for your fireball? Uh, that is a 15. That's a fail. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. So basically, I got to hit him twice so hard because you hear all that? It was just fire. Oh, that's a good sound. Yeah. You gotta love oh, that, that sound. sound. That's a lot. Oh, that's Rattle several sixes. Bones. Ooh. <laughs> Beautiful. That is thirty points of fire damage, but you know what? Uh, let's go ahead and add. Um, it doesn't say that I've got to do that. Okay, I'm gonna add six extra points from Fury of the Small because you said he's a large were rat, um, yep. and I'm also going to add three more, so that's gonna be thirty nine points of damage. Thirty nine total. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, after the both of us, not a lot. Just, yeah, I really and I need to check. I'm diving in after. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say roll for initiative after the monologue. This is basically a surprise round. So yeah. <laughs> Do it. That's a net twenty. Oh God. Oh, my God. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna roll. I'm, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. And he rolled it in D and D Beyond too, so you can so you get so there's proof. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so all three hits are gonna hit. Oh okay. You said so your minimum what? damage is five. Okay, hang on. He he did oh, no, he no, did I... he didn't say the thing though. Which is one of those. The two of those are crits. <laughs> two, oh, are crits? two of them are crits. Two yeah. Are crits. <laughs> What? Coming in hot. <laughs> You're not going to get... Can, okay, can I be real? Yeah. He has 10 hit points left. <laughs> can I describe how he dies then? Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. You can describe how you take him down, but I right. do need I do need to give him death words. Yeah, that's, that's, fair. that's totally that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so flavor wise, so I'm running in behind oh, you get a turn. and I have I have my batons or my, my canes. And I start as I'm running, I throw one and then I throw the other one. So it basically hits him in the throat, hits him in the throat. They both fly back into my hands. And I just jump down and knock him down. Love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Critically twice. That's so good. I want to roll my okay. damage. No, nah, don't, don't, don't. Uh, cool. It was enough. <laughs> well, so uh, at this point, uh, the other, well, the rest of the Werat clan would have uh, been under instruction to have like funneled in after the monologue, which would have been around this time. So all of the theater seats are now filled with many, many, many rats who start squeaking in unison. And then they notice, uh, oh, their leader's already down. <laughs> A lot of them just kind of like nervously, awkwardly look to each other and like fall off of squeaking. Some of them like keep going, like they're already in like a zealous fervor. And um, well, uh, the piles of treasure scattered across the stage begin to swirl as if caught in a vortex and a five-pronged blue flame roars up from the pit containing the captured townspeople. Oh. And in his death throes, the whereat leader cries out, Razzlevoid, oh, our lord, packmaster, knight flutterer, oh, accept this sacrifice and appear to us now. <laughs> As he dies, and I lean down and I go, did you foresee that? No, nope. <clears throat> yeah. can't, can't say I did. And then I turn to face whatever the heck's coming in hot over to the side. Uh-huh, which uh, at this... A vision appears above the stage, and there he is, Razavort, the god of rats, a towering nine-foot-tall demonic Zvart clad in plate and silks, all ablaze in blue fire. Above his head floats a tiny crystal of peerless prismatic radiance that is just blasting magical energy. Razavort appears to be sitting upon a majestic golden throne, surrounded by sewer pipes, servants, and filth. And then nothing happens. Because Razavort is a selfish, lazy oaf of a demigod, and despite all pomp and circumstance, is taking a nap. <laughs> in fact, I... he is snoring so loud that a piece of the ceiling caves in, revealing a simple uh, path back to the surface. To... So is he sitting actually in the room or through like a portal it's kind of like a, like a like a like a like a semi-corporeal vision appearing above okay. the stage okay so i can't like go try to axe him in the face or take the crystal or he's just kind possibly of portionally i mean i'm gonna move it, it, up with kind the, shield of in the same vein as the illusory dragon of so, two adventures ago hmm. so we're, then we're, i charge right at it okay yeah what's that trevor I was gonna ask, like, did did they just kill the people that were in the bags? That's where I'm nope. going to find out. Okay. Uh, as Garwar charges in, just like a quick glance, the bags are still sealed and moving. Okay. <laughs> they didn't apparently have enough time to open up the bags prior to the summoning. You uh, really messed up the flow of everything for them. 
we do that. I just interrupting that monologue. They weren't expecting people to be so rude. They should have. We said we got to stop it. Dwarves. Stop. <laughs> yep. So you're charging in and um, Dust is charging right along with you. You notice she is also rushing in. She looks like laser focused on doing this. Her eyes are like wide. It's she's a cat and this is a rat god. She is charging in alongside you. And Garwar, how do you do this? What do you what do you do to like try to disperse this vision? I mean, it's you said it, it's sleeping. So is it like laying down yeah, or is it like? Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I assume Lorelei would have ex- explained this whole rat god thing above in the yeah. in the tavern and the crystal, and so I would be attempting to smash that crystal because it's floating over okay. its head. So I'd be trying to basically baseball bat that thing called shot uh-huh. across the room to separate it from the rat god because that's obviously uh-huh. where it gets its power from. So that's uh-huh. my that's my thing. Yeah. Can, can I so say tell okay. me what I got to roll for that? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, uh, but I, I have this moment in my head where I'm seeing Gar and I both look at each other and see the crystal. Mm-hmm. We're running forward, and I want to, I want to oh, toss you're him. Right. You're gonna toss Gar. Yeah, I'm and too I heavy. I am I, way I too kinda, heavy. Okay, then I want to do something plate. to help you get there yeah, sure. in our training mm-hmm. that we learned Absolutely. <laughs> to get you to get that crystal. I mean, there, yeah, <laughs> probably like, hmm, probably just a drop kick to the back to speed me up because it ain't going to hurt. <laughs> it ain't going to hurt. It's <laughs> solid metal. Yeah. So just well, a speed I a boost. I will literally or that. Yeah, ram it. with it. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. That's so totally fine. Gar- from behind with your uh-huh. shield to propel him forward a little bit more, just increasing his momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All just right. trying to uh, go all this possible momentum and then just flat of the axe, like my axe sideways, just trying to smack okay. that crystal. If it's corporeal, corporeal enough. But it's that's like the flashing goal. in and out of corporeality. Yeah. It's like sure. the ritual worked, but you also messed it up real bad. So it's well, half working. You got to shoot your shot. So here it goes. You uh, what do you want shot. me to roll? Please give me an attack roll. Would it be advantage from the help? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. That's the uh, whole point. Yep, 20. Dirty, 20. dirty 20. Sorry. Okay. See, now Dust wants to grab the crystal. So I'm going to roll also. And you got higher. So she is leaping forward. Age before <sighs> beauty, I say as I pass her by. trying to grab the crystal and you just and your axe just comes like inches closer than her outstretched hand does and this is not what I was expecting you smash this incredibly powerful crystal sure and with that done the vision explodes everyone's knocked backwards fade to black when you wake up you're in the tavern again uh all of the people have been freed it's like the next day uh mag the old lady of the tavern is like leaning over you oh you're finally awake i need onion juice right here dear she hands you two vials and he's just to help. In my canon, Trevor is 
bottle is filled with onion juice (laughs) just to really get into the character well well then so that didn't go as i was expecting which is uh honestly a good thing that's good they don't call us plan d because we're not as good they call us plan (laughs) d because we don't care about the treasures that come with it as much Uh, uh, (laughs) the power of that crystal d stands for doesn't listen you know? <laughs> so, uh, dust sidles up to uh to the rest of you and says uh you know what um y'all really surprised <laughs> me back there uh i can't say i was expecting any of that and i really don't know what came over me down there in uh in that chamber apologies but um you know water under the bridge kind of looks like work here is done so um Guess the people of Subar don't need me, and well, I got places to be and sights to see. Dust never settles, don't you know? So uh, tell you what, token of my appreciation, and she sets her own harmonica down on the table that you spoke at with her earlier, and Gar says, picks it up. "I'll be seeing y'all around." Uh, before you go. I'm going to need one of those crossbows. <laughs> You're going to need one of those crossbows. Oh, I only got the one. Uh, I'm going to need that crossbow. Well, I'll tell you what. Mm. Um, you do what I do did. You know. Go have yourself a professional disagreement with the Bregan Dareth and see if you can, uh, you know. There it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, and she walks off one. into the sunset. And um, do you guys have any uh, any final actions you'd like to take before we wrap up the whole adventure here. Uh, I would like to walk with Mars to his little bit of plot of land that he's now acquired. <laughs> okay. For himself. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> just really see if this was really worth it or if it's just a pile of dust. <laughs> um, it's a fixer-upper. Alright. <laughs> That's being polite. But uh, he seems thrilled by it. It says, well, what do you think, Lorelei? Um, new home base? <sighs> it can do with some, I would say A, but many, many layers of paint. Well, you know, we, we've got a long way to go, and um, this reflects that. So, yeah, we'll, this will be good, I think. Yeah, this will be good. And yeah. he says that um, as he um, is kind of hmm, rolling his fingers around, uh, He's got his arms crossed and he's rolling his fingers around like under his cloak because he is holding the scattered shards of the crystal Gar Shattered. I, I, I actually actually do have one thing, uh, the, oh. the Garlock thing. All right. he, he, he goes into the tavern where everybody is and he's just like, wait, what day is it? Oh, it's the start of the week. Okay, well, I usually do this with some more people, but what's up and welcome to Champions of Lore? <laughs> and he just tells them the entire story of what happened underneath the town. Everybody gather around. <laughs> you know what? Pim the Were-Rat shows up too, like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Always loved these guys. <laughs> Big fan. Uh, we're good, I right? S- <laughs> yeah, we're good. I start building my first gun. <laughs> fantastic oh my god yay 
And right. I have uh, liberally doused the harmonica with alcohol mm-hmm. and, um, you know, learning how to play it in the corner. That's so good. Garwar, this is an instrument of illusions, a harmonica of illusions specifically. Go ahead and look up the uh, the information about that in okay. Xanathar's Guide to Everything, I believe. Uh, so we're going to uh, kind of roll out now. Had to really rush through all those last bits, but I hope it was fun nonetheless. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Luckily, we double critted on the boss. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't exaggerating. He had 59 hit points total. Oh. So you just, you just, I, yeah. oh, we, don't, we don't make plans. We yeah. are the plan. We execute <laughs> it well. We just do the thing. Well, yeah. thank you all so much for being here with us and bearing witness to our adventure. Uh, if you enjoyed this story, good news! It is now available on you, you Dungeon just Master's the button, Guild. Didn't you? I just <laughs> clicked the button. I just yeah. clicked the button. Nice. It's now available on Dungeon Master's Guild. Just go there and search for A Fistful of Death by Brian Blake Hall. Please check it out. Pick up a copy if you want to support me and our continued endeavors. A lot of love, time, and attention went into this one. Um, and you'll get the full story. You guys. <laughs> Yes, you'll get the actual full story. It's it's 14 pages. There's a lot, actually. I, I rolled over 40 damage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nice. Man, I'm going to have to roll I think I may have rolled over 50. For this party. Um, shall we do outros? Yes, for please, once, yeah. For means. once, I didn't, I didn't almost arm. die, folks. For once, yeah! I almost didn't die. You uh, would have. I had it my way. It was... <laughs> You know, the first two adventures we've run together, I almost died on the very first boss attack. Both times. Both times. Today. Twice next time. Eh. Improvement. Time. Improvement. Uh, everybody, I am Garwar. Uh, I, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I do streams on CD Games channel. I think everyone, we did GG2E earlier. Uh, there won't be one this Friday, but I will have Garwar's Guide to Rhea on Saturday. Uh, and then we'll be back in full swing next week. Uh, you can find me on the Twitters, or on the Reddit, or in the Discord, or on Twitch. Thank you, Gar. And Lee? Um, Lee Goldberg at Goldberg337 on the Instagrams and the Twitters. And <laughs> um, you can see me and Sean Wall hosting Griddle Champions. Uh, we do that every Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., Pacific, and uh, I do pancake art and things like that that I post on my socials, and I am tentatively opening my commissions for videos of whatever you want. Hey. Excellent. Nice. Trevor? Uh, hey, I'm Trevor Bettis. I uh, host uh, Champions of Lore every Monday morning with Aaron M. Evans and B. Dave Walters, and I host uh, Champions Psychology, which is on break right now. Come back April 13th. We'll be there uh, with uh, Mitra Jordan and uh, Rafael Bucamazzo, a.k.a. Dr. B., who's in the chat and came in at the perfect time. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, Dr. B. Yeah. Awesome, Dr. B. Oh, God, your camera went Oh, no, out. Lee. No! Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, at the end. it's perfect timing at the end uh and just to prove that i uh have too many podcasts we just announced that we're doing a new podcast writing about dragons and shit with me aaron aaron m evans and b dave walters and we're going to talk about uh you know fantasy writing and other stuff like that mm-hmm. and of course i also uh co-host difficulty class with ali on fridays yes <laughs> which you can hear this episode of again on friday i will hey and ali how about yourself yeah i'm ali deitchman i play laura lee I have uh, a Twitter that I talk about. I'm Alibug321. Um, I'm 
host of Difficulty Class with Trevor there. And also I'm the DM of actual play podcast of the Roomy Roamers. We are in the Silentira Archipelago. It's a wonderful undiscovered set of islands in the southern part of the Sword Coast. Oh, that sounds really cool. It's really awesome. Yeah, we just out. put out a, a ship's log, which recaps what happens. So you can get all caught up in a matter of 15 oh, minutes. Man, nice. Nice. Oh yeah, I also forgot. I'm on Twitter uh, at the Trevor. There's an A hiding in there. <laughs> Triavor. The Triavor. Uh, right. And I am Storyteller Mars on Twitter at Ryan Blake Hall. I also have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Storyteller Mars. And um, I've also been releasing my adventures on DM's Guild. This is the third one now, so check it out. And with that, good night, everybody. Uh, this has been Storyteller Mars presents a fistful of death. And I hope to see you all again next time. Mm -hmm. And until then, from me and Dust, <clears throat> look sharp. <laughs> and hang on, everybody. Uh, the stream is going to go raid the wonderful Jason Charles Miller. I'm wearing his nice. shirt. That was the bandana yeah. I had on earlier. Uh, <laughs> the the person behind, one of the, the main art, the, the talent behind Bardic Inspiration Volume 1. They're going to take care of that. So hang out in the chat, uh, but, and we will we'll be out. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye. 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 Cheers. Cheers.